fast forward to the very last 10 minutes and listen to what will be happening in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. That's, uh, okay, we're going up in the far future, but whatever. Maybe I should take what you just said and put it right before the intro music. <laughs> The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. There I am. Hello. Hello? No, yes? Caught right off the bat, I'm muted. That's success. Oh. <laughs> oh, I probably should not click this to update my Skype just now. Well, you can if you need to. Well, oh. I don't think I need to right away. All right. If everything's working, then there you go. Exactly. I was just... How you doing? I'm okay. I think I'm okay. A cat attack. (laughs) As soon as you get on. I know. Their radar, it works. There's there's a cat in my lap that wants to get in my face. Yes, yes. (sighs) Okay. What you got here? I've been trying to get, uh, I've been trying to gather up um, uh, feedback. There's quite a Quite a bit of it, actually, between the last episode and now, so that's kind of good. I was starting to get paranoid. Paranoid about what? Lack of feedback. Oh. I could make some hideous screeching noises if you want. No, no. (laughs) I I, I could stand in front of the monitors um, bring the microphone downstage to the speakers facing the audience. Or not. Oh, Nikki's on. Good. Yeah. Right. Hello. There you That's are. Hello. I am early in everything. Yeah, look at you. We are early today. I know, it's crazy. What a cool crab thingy. That, that, that's a spider. What a cool spider thingy. Yeah, yeah i got to find out more about it. I just saw a photo because it was floating around the net. And I, like, neat bugs are neat. Mm. It's very blue. Yeah, it really, really is. It's turquoise. It is. It may be lapis. Lapis lazuli. <laughs> lapis lazuli, yeah. <laughs> lapis lazuli. Jewel tone spider. It's definitely <laughs> not pink tourmaline or rhodochrosite or rose quartz. No. <laughs> not even Alizarian crimson. <laughs> Perhaps it is cerulean. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Perhaps. <laughs> now you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to email me this picture so that I can put it in the show notes. As if I update show done. <laughs> I think I still I have notes to follow on the last episode. Man, I'm I'm uh, 
bad at him. Nah. Am I, uh... I'm not nose-breathing, I hope. Am I nose-breathing again? Mm, not much. No, not really. Okay, good. Really, yeah, really how about me? Is that coming through? Nope. So, Nikki, Hannah was just telling us that we seem to be talking to ourselves. We do? We seem to be doing what Well, you ourselves? said that you're concerned about lack of feedback. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I am? No, I am. <laughs> Oh. Well, no, we I are. was, but we have a lot tonight, so that makes No, you have better. been. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah. He was, was doing. Okay, so the point is that we're not just sitting here talking to ourselves. No. Oh, oh man. I is signed up for like three straight hours of howling into the void. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was what I wanted to do. Is it, is it a problem if we're talking to ourselves? No. I mean, you know. Bite me, world. What do you say to that? Look, this is one of my favoriteest little critters. <laughs> what is it? What is it? I'm, I'm tending to She now. didn't even wait for the answer. <laughs> no. There you go, Anna. That, that has been sent to you. Did you not all get it? Oh, thank you. I did not all get it. What? Oh, there it is. What? There it, it is. It's not there in the box. Oh, it, it's doing it's the, the thing where it wants me to log into a separate service. Are you kidding? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a little Ewok moth. It's a squeaking Aww. silk moth. Squeaking silk moth. <sighs> they squeak. It, yeah, it is so freaking cute. How do I send oh, it you? That's adorable. I don't know, man. Can you just drop the file in directly? That's she, what I thought that's what did. I did. Wow, that's a... Uh, wow. Do you have a link to one? Uh, that's okay. I know the name. I'll look it up myself. Uh, I, can, right. I, I can find the linky thing. If I just put the uh, link no in. Big deal. Squeaking wait, wait. Silk Moth. There we go. Which, hold, uh, up. hold on. By the way, was my martial arts fighter name. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just so freaking cute. And you know what? They could be friends with your perquoise. <laughs> i got to find out what kind of spider that is exactly Because I like aminals And I, I like when I find neat looking aminals That I ain't never heard of before I have to admit that Oh, they are adorable <laughs> like so Oh, that guy is little great Little I Yeah I don't know what they sound like I need to find a recording to hear what the little squeaks are like But yeah They probably sound, probably sound squeaky I, I've come after all these years in my life I admit that um, I'm not as wigged by spiders as I once was. Yeah. They do yeah. kind of freak me out the way they move, and they're so freaking fast. But I also find them incredible. But I still don't cope well with any buggy creature insect on me. I've gotten That's... much better about, like, I don't smack, but I swat off, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I'm afraid that that is still a knee-jerk reaction, but I'm not trying to squish and I've become fearless with my cup and card of, you know, taking things outside. So... Yes. Relocating things that are where they should not be. So at yes. least, yeah, if they're too close to my vicinity, I'm sorry, they have to move. But I don't squash anymore. My, my summer in Santa Fe all those years ago, like, opened up the doors to all my Earth Mother instincts. And suddenly I couldn't uh -huh. even squash flies. I'm, like, chasing them out the window. <laughs> Yeah, I certainly don't mean to. Like sometimes, unfortunately, you step somewhere and you're like, damn it. But I work really hard to not <clears throat> squish creatures. But boy, howdy, I don't like them on me. Yep. I know exactly the feeling. Yeah, I'm pretty cool with spiders these days. Um, but on you, uh, or just like you see one, you see one on my face and you're going to see a dude freaking out. <laughs> I, I have to say, a bazillion years ago, I was at the the DC Zoo with a friend of mine, and we were in the 
you know, the bug room. And there was a big case and it said bird eating spider. And we're walking around. We're like, oh, we don't see the bird eating spider. There was a rock thing, you know, <laughs> we walk around the back. And this thing was the size of the rock. And we both mm-hmm. shrieked and leapt across the room. <laughs> okay. So having one of those on your living room floor, I don't know what the hell you do about that. because <laughs> Where do they live? They rent. Oh, thank God. I think they live in South America in the jungle yes. somewhere. Ah. The jungle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but they, they catch and eat birds. <laughs> but, you know, you would need something the size of like a packing moving box yeah. to trap that sucker to get it outside. <sighs> People who love nature have never been to the jungle. <laughs> yes. The, the jungle is not for me. <laughs> I only threw the eyes of David Attenborough. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, yeah. I finally saw the old BBC series from like 2009. Um, his new, you know, like like way back in the day he did one that was like Life on Earth or something. Mm-hmm. And then like in 2009, he did another one called Life, which was pretty good. Oh Yeah, I did not see that one. I've seen... Uh, lots of his other ones, and one that I found has one of the most beautiful moments. It actually brought me to tears uh, more than once because I've watched it a number of times. Called "Life in the Undergrowth." Oh, nice! And it's, and it's little insecty things, all different kinds, you know. And they Yay. also have spiders and stuff like that. But the the moment where he's in a field in England, and these little teeny tiny baby spiders—I don't remember what kind—but they send up a thread, and the wind. Catches oh, yeah, yeah launch into the air the field was full and they were launching that morning and he was almost in tears because it was just so magical mm-hmm. and the idea of these little tiny microscopic creatures just going you know, it was just it is such a gorgeous moment and only david attenborough could have brought that yeah, off. i think i always called them like parachute spiders that that would be an excellent name for them yeah. i would i think that's the name of the behavior if i remember right. correctly yeah, because, I mean, in that or you can mistake them for dandelion seeds really easy. Yeah, because they really are. They're super teeny. But they've been found up in the atmosphere, and they've gone mm-hmm. as high as hot air balloons. Oh, wow. Sometimes, yeah. And it depends on what the winds do, right? And sometimes they just get carried like a foot and a half, boom, and back down they go, and that's where they live. But sometimes they travel for miles, and uh, all on the end of this itty-bitty winky thread. Yeah, beautiful thing. I got so, caught in a rain of those guys a couple years back. Mm. I decided to go inside and witness the majesty of nature from there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nikki, you would take exception if I were to be present for that and, like, shoot a flamethrower across the whole field? Um, I think that uh, you and I would have to have a discussion, a verbal give and take, um, discussing that action... And then I'd probably hit you really hard with a big stick. Ooh. <laughs> well, if I found if one landed on me, I'm sorry, but I would have to. <laughs> I would have to take out my black powder loaded blunderbuss and shoot whatever part of me it landed so, on. <laughs> so little bitty spiders on you is bad, is what you're telling me. That's not a good thing for you. Uh, I'm just projecting. Um, <laughs> We'll arrange for when it's time for little bitty spiders to go up in the sky. We'll arrange for me to take you out of town to like a mall, <laughs> yeah. a mall walking or something while they're doing their thing. How's that sound? Fair? That'd be good if I were surrounded <laughs> by a, a, a vinyl 
curtain with a little mosquito net uh, over an entire booth inside a, a Denny's where I'm eating pancakes and everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I hear that on Wednesdays, IHOP has all-you-can-eat pancake day. Um, friend was telling me about that. So we could do that if you want. Oh, my goodness. Have you guys seen <laughs> Review, the series Review? I haven't seen uh, that yet. I, I can't remember. I heard the it's com- been canceled. Probably, because I, I enjoyed it, so that's usually a sign. <laughs> Away with it! <laughs> well, yeah, I think in the news today they said there's not going to be a next season. Yeah. Uh, the comedian, and I forget his name, he plays a character who in the show has a show mm-hmm. called Review in which people send in their suggestions and whatever it is, any life experience, he will review it and rate it on a scale of one to five stars. Okay. And one of them is something like eating 50 pancakes. My friend <laughs> it's told rough. me about Pancake Day. Apparently his personal record is 17, and the idea just this makes me want to, you know, <sighs> yeah. kind of overdoes it a bit, don't you think? I would yeah, think, I think so. No, somebody was supposed to be challenging him, and I'm like, you know, if she goes for the the dollar pancakes, then you're hosed because you can you can easily chow down on about fifty of those bad boys, and that's kind of the equivalent of two. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Andros. Yeah. Are you out of the season for your silk spider backyard silk spiders? Yeah, it does look that way. When did they come back? Um, I don't know. Um, I was about to say when the weather gets warmer, but who knows? That could be next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for us, it changes every freaking day by yeah. three to three degrees. Yeah, I heard that uh, it's a little chilly there at the moment. Only after it. It went from uh, something like 15 degrees, and then yesterday it was almost 60, and then today it was back down to 40. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. This yoga thing sucks. (laughs) Mm. You have to dig out? No. (laughs) No, the the snow that we had, I don't know about you, Adam, did you have any? We had this, like, flurry with a little bit of ice, and everybody acted like, well, the way they folk do around Washington, D.C., where, like, if a flake drops out of the sky, they all panic. Mm. Shut and, down yeah, the city. And, yeah, they do. Shut down, Wah! you know, and drive like crazy mofos. Like well, that kind of happened. So yeah, but exactly. No, no snow up here. In fact, it rained enough to get rid of nearly everything we got before, so. Ah, when when your cool ass spiders in the backyard do come back, would you take some pictures and send them to us, but not Adam because he doesn't like spiders? Oh, I'm okay with spiders. I don't care. I was, sure. I was oh, just being, I was just being a dick. Up the flamethrower, I would send it. <laughs> when you mentioned that, Adam, the image that immediately sprung uh, sprung to my mind was the Queen Alien in Aliens when <laughs> Ripley threatens her eggs with the flamethrower. Hmm. Yep. Okay. I pictured Nikki perhaps having a discussion with you, uh, similar <laughs> to the one between uh, Ellen Ripley and the Queen Alien. Now, just because something <laughs> they, is they had bent, a disagreement. Just because something is bent on the genocide of all other living creatures and spews acid when it's injured, doesn't mean yeah, it's dangerous. Nature. You, you need bad. to try and see it from their perspective. Walk <laughs> a mile in their shoes with their fangs. I don't really have shoes. Yeah, but you look at her sometimes. She's got these Giger-esque stiletto <laughs> heels for feet. Oh. 
Try chewing with her mandible spritch. <laughs> that that is the wine geek we have there, isn't it? it? Yes. All right, cool. Very good. Fuck a mile in their pseudopods. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're fat and slime. Mm, I like where this discussion is going. You know, I'm gonna say. You're a twisted man. Twisted, twisted, twisted. Yes. Slime has been mentioned. Nobody say those three little words. Slime? Slime, slime? Uh, no, I love no. You. no ah! not those three little words. <laughs> Come on, didn't anybody watch Nickelodeon in, in the 80s? I thought that's where you were going. Uh, I don't remember the words, though. If it's I entirely that, possible that I was already out in the adult world when this was going I, on. <laughs> I don't know. I was. Oh, oh God! I was oh, overusing God. my Visa card to get uh, to get um, food when I hadn't managed my money correctly <laughs> at the time. What, what was saying? I don't know what happened then. The green dyed oatmeal in copious quantities was poured onto uh, Alanis Morissette and her contemporaries. Oh, well done. Let's do that again. No, no, no. That was no. I don't even know Alanis Morissette. I'm sure she's very nice. Hmm. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> with with all the remakes that have been happening in the last ten years or so. I can't believe nobody's. Uh, oh, you, you haven't heard about that? No. They're Wait, making a movie. Uh, Michael Bay is going to direct it. It's going to be in 3D. <laughs> hmm. You can't do it's, that. It's in starring. Cinema. It's starring Chris Pratt and Zac Efron, and it's going to be like a buddy cop movie. <laughs> he he jests, but that you actually wouldn't surprise up. me. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me even a little. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing that's sad. Sometimes uh, I don't even wait ten years to do the remake. <laughs> Oh, wait, you're not allowed to call it a remake anymore. No, it's a reboot, right? Yeah, everything is a reboot now. It's not a remake. Oh. Just like, That's you know, all right. I don't like boots. Computer, uh, uh, computer programs are no longer computer programs. They're not even applications. They're apps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what else I've noticed listening to something I've noticed very specific about uh, uh, East Coast and West Coast language? The the uh, the one term... is right and the other one's wrong. What? <laughs> <They're sad. laughs> Ours is correct. Theirs is so fucked up. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, I've been listening to it, uh, all the podcasts I've been listening to have been coming primarily out of uh, out of uh, Los Angeles, and uh, and it's it seems like over over in California, the words. I think have been replaced by I feel like. Yeah, that's a pet peeve of mine. Have you have I you feel heard that? Like that might be true. Not, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh God! It, it, as the grammar snob that I am, I have a yes, I have a problem with that. Well, I, it, it's just it, it's so consistent. It's so pervasive and consistent. mainly. I don't give a rat's ass how you feel. Um. <laughs> So do I care? I don't. Um, yeah. Wow. No, it's, it's, that would be an awesome somebody... answer, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sorry. What? Why is the sky blue? And the answer would be, I feel like the reason for that would be yeah. possibly that, 
Yeah, it's just, even when they're stating fact that that you know yeah, that's pretty thing. much well uh, known and established. You know, a piece of information that's real. Third person. Yeah. Every every uh, politician now and CEO or rock star, everybody speaks in the third person. It's all we do this and we thought that and we 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 and I'm like, all the way home. Do, do you not take <laughs> any you, personal Mikey. responsibility? Well, we feel like the reason for that <laughs> is we're all part of a team, see? Like, um, so I'm all, we feel. Yeah. That's why I'm only going to speak really crap French from now on. Ooh, good idea. And the other thing I love is that everything everybody says ends in a question, whether it's oh, a yeah. sentence or Does not. Does it, though? Oh, God. Wow. Do you really feel like that's the case? I really. <laughs> Tell us how you feel. I, I, I'm, all like, <laughs> I'm all like, it's so random. <laughs> I don't care how you feel. <laughs> I feel like I don't care. Okay, before I forget, I, I don't feel. Um, oh goodness! Before I forget, I'm, I'm sorry, Anna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, paste a, a whole, whole bunch of uh, uh, very cool feedback into our little Skype window box here. Bring and, it on, and and send it on over to all of you. Are we? Do we have a game, or are we? I mean. Was I, I have, have some questions along those lines. Sadly, wait, uh, wait, excuse me. Oh, we feel you? like we have some ideas along those lines. <laughs> I feel like somebody is going to run a tunes game or the 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 little thing where you only get a number and then you're working for the emperor and then you get killed game because that was a lot of fun. I can't remember what it's called. Invaders. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'm pretty sure that um, okay, I. Please, I'm, I know you're joking. Please stop it. You're, stop it. Just. <laughs> He's gonna gig you with that voice and death grip. Is there a problem? Yes, there's a problem. Stop it. I feel like maybe. Ah! <laughs> yes, feel the hatred flowing through you. I do. I really do. Oh, oh my God! I have to get under. I have to get underwear with the emperor. Underwear with the emperor print on it, and then you want this, don't you? I have a project. What's up with that? Pretty sure that's what you're talking about. It looks like I'm going to have to do this in two parts because it won't take. It won't take all of it at once. Oh wow. Why? That's, that's a lot of How feedback. many months worth of feedback is this, anyway? <laughs> well, it, uh, it's all since the last posted episode. Wow. Well, there's a whole lot going on here. Hello, little mom. So, okay, it took all of that. Very good. I had to do it in two parts. Mm -hmm. Now I understand. da 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 da, -da. Well, anyway, so... rest uh, of it there? Hmm? Is the rest mm -hmm. of it there now? It's something I probably shouldn't be looking at while Ending we're... Ending with February 2016? That would be the very last of it. Okay. That should be I the last line. And the first line should be Facebook post from Wilhelm. No, I have email from... 
Phil, scroll up. I should up. say his name. Try, I suppose. It, it may, I don't know. Scroll up, maybe. Nope, nope, I did, I did nope, scroll up. Nope. Oh. I did scroll up. I'll, so mine starts with email from somebody whose initials start with P-T. I'm not sure if I should say his name. P-T. P-T. Well, uh, the reason is because I didn't hit return. Oh. Ah, <laughs> so then... Then what happened? Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> the end oh, is not actually the end. <laughs> oh. Now, at part two starts with Facebook post from Wilhelm and ends with, Good yeah. heaven, there's a heap. Heapin' yeah. helping. Wow. Well, then let's get cracking. What, wow. What is this little video thing that Eric sent at the very, very end? I think he said it's something we probably shouldn't be looking at. Well, then I'm going to look at it. <laughs> Why won't it go? Will it go? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Skype has these new emoji video thingies, and I was just... Oh, is it? Really? Okay. I, I was just playing, and I shouldn't be, because we're conducting important business here. We're focusing now. That's right. Do you think this is a social occasion? <laughs> <laughs> that now it's time for us, as a group team personage, he, he to has, focus. He has said that before, and it never gets old to me. It's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because well, it is you know true. The, we do, you know we do take to this too is. seriously sometimes. Who did what? The key. You know what the key to that is? Oh. What? What? Where'd you go? Timing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God! No, I'm he sorry. He control of his shock collar tonight. Just give it a little zap. Go on. Yes, Go please. <laughs> I deserve to be punished. very <laughs> Nikki. Nikki. What? What's the secret what? of comedy timing? <laughs> I couldn't lay it out properly. That's the, uh, that's the original and still the best. There's so many variations. There's so many uh, variations. Uh, <laughs> silly. Why silly did the chicken cross the road? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? Timing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, should I start? I don't know where to start now because I posted the top um, below the oh, the thing. I I'm going to start with the email. We are wild and crazy, intelligent people. Who could start in the middle, work our way down, and We're then nuts. come back around to the top? I like the, I like the way you think. I want I, I want to be uh, I want to be not a pain in the ass to blind geek. Hmm. Um, oh, fine. I but I do consider it to others. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> Again. I wonder um, if, if, if you can search for end of gutter Skype's feedback just below that would be a reasonably will be a reasonably short one from uh, from uh, Wilhelm, which is the first post, which is kind of nifty. I don't know. Is that easy for you to find? Have we lost? He's anything? off playing with the emoji videos again. No, I'm Put trying those to find down. the damn. I'm trying to find the chat window. I can't find. <laughs> Put the emojis down and back in the chat, the chat window. Yeah, they, they probably hit it again. Alone. Uh, let's see. We're looking at a relatively short one from Wilhelm, right? 
Yep. Is that the one you're looking for? I got that here, and I will send that to you direct. Nope, I got it. Hang on. Oh, there you go. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he found it. <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. Facebook post from Wilhelm Once Upon a Time. Precisely. Okay. Uh... For some shameless cross promotion, or time for some, see? let's try it again, shall we? <coughs> Facebook post, take two. Yep. Time for some shameless cross promotion. Really? Really? Beep. <laughs> Marker. <laughs> time for some shameless cross promotion. If you like Adam's antics in the gutter skypes, mm-hmm. wait till you hear. Him making merry with the Sunday Skypers in our very extra special centennial episode with a link to the episode, oh. which will be in the show notes. Hooray! Hooray! Yay. Or the Kadinga Dunga Dooms for those who go way back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said it so Adam didn't have to. Thank you. Oh, it's a deep cut. <laughs> and it. Burns, it burns us. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a little bit more left in that one. Sorry. Oh, is there? Wait. Uh, there's a line. Oh, I'm sorry. There was a line break, and I thought that was going for the next post. My ball. Okay. Once again, a thousand thousand thanks for putting up with us, Wilhelm. There's the end of the post. No sorry about that. Necessary. Just send big sacks of cash. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry. Sorry well, that I was confused. As I replied on Facebook, I didn't put up. I didn't put up with anything but a really good time, and uh, <laughs> it was a blast. So yes, their one hundredth episode, the Sunday Skypers. There's going to really? be a link directly to it. I was uh, I was uh, uh, very happy and honored to be invited to go and play and help celebrate with them, and they did Spirit of the Century. Which was uh, a very good time because, yep, Hank Bugle came back to. Oh, right on, man! I like him. Poke his yep. nose into the into the into the action for a while, and that was fun. So very good. Thank you, thank you, Wilhelm, and thank you all of the Sunday Skypers. The portable Hank Bugle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we can color. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> now and be on the lookout uh... for the Sunday Skypers, the ice cream edition. <laughs> <laughs> With activated seismatite. <laughs> okay. Upstadium. No. Upstadium and unobtainium. Yeah. Um, very cool. So yeah, folks, uh, give that a listen, and uh, and that was that was a very cool and fun thing to do. Now it's um, now I'm I'm looking at Andros, Nikki. Uh, um, Trilobite and myself in a lot, in a row, and I'm betting we're gonna have to loop around again, but, uh. Okay. Um, Sounds alright to me. Start here. Where are we starting? Where are we starting? Uh, is it alright to use the name? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes, cause I pulled these from, I pulled, uh. Are, are we going you know back up to from, the top, or are we continuing on with email from. It's so gonna far? depend entirely on where Andrew starts. Oh, Ooh. I have your email from Philip. 
Tilsley. Oh, no, yes. you said his name! And I said I could. That's quite all right. I mean, now no, you're going to have to trick him folks. into saying it backwards. Or you know, <laughs> really don't want me to say their full name. Um, uh, Wait, does he disappear if I say his name? I don't know. No. <laughs> then, uh, the, the, then it needs to, to be indicated in the three times. In a um, darkened room in front of a mirror with a candle under your chin. <laughs> Since the gutter Skype started seven years ago, uh, things have become so incredibly socially mediated and publicated that it, it, it almost hardly it almost hardly matters. Uh, with so the, I with can the tell the world thing. my real name. <laughs> well, that's up to you. But <laughs> seriously, it's up to you. If you're, if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're posting on Facebook with your real name, then uh, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay yeah. for. <laughs> and the service is free. The product is you. Yada yada yada. Well, just for the record, Nikki, I know your real name, and you'll always be Nikki to me. Me too. Aww. Aww. Do you know that? Oh, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you that my name was Engelbertha? Wait a minute. <laughs> When you, when you gave me that Christmas present that one time. Oh, I, oh that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but Engelbertha is a perfectly acceptable name, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. Well, that's true. You just have to okay. figure out where to put the hyphen. I haven't told the world <laughs> my middle name. <laughs> anyway, read this lovely email. From I will. <laughs> See if I don't. Okay. <laughs> I just don't oh, God, I you. What do you say to that? Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Mr. Tough Guy. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, he begins. Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Hi, guys. This is Phil, a.k.a. Scrivener. I was just listening to episode 163 of the Gutter Skypes. Thank you all for the show. Oh. And heard the talk about the Call of Cthulhu RPG. Ah, yes. I wasn't sure if you knew, but a new edition was kickstarted and is getting closer to being published. I'm one of the players in a horror on the Orient Express campaign recorded for the Redacted Files podcast. Okay, Redacted Files podcast. That's a great name. That link too will be in the show notes. Excellent. Uh, so if you want an idea of how the current system plays, character deaths and all, you might like to listen to this adventure, affectionately titled Scary on the Choo Choo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is excellent. Yeah. Oh, dear. I don't know. Oh, excuse me. That about sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as long as you can get farther than just coming up with a character name. I will be Commander Brindley. When something bites your head off. I mean, it's just, you know. Or you go insane. And as long as you can get a little farther than that, that's all right. I, I gave, I did give it a listen, and they do get, they do get, uh, get quite a bit farther than that. So, oh, I just love the fact that his group decided to call it "Scary on the Choo Choo" well, rather than "Horror on the Orient Express." <laughs> that's priceless. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Also, the Gumshoe system has a great Cthulhu variant called the Trail of Cthulhu. And you'll find a few one-shots we recorded using that system, as well as games with a similar flavor, such as Fear Itself, 
And final girl, if you look through the TRF archives. Okay. The redacted ones. These specialize in horror, I guess. Spooky scary. Yeah. But tasteful and fun. Yes. <laughs> Much mirth and merriment. Yeah, that one game that Mark ran with the, the World of Portals thing, that was pretty darn scary. Because <laughs> we had no idea what was going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. And the monsters were very toothsome and monstery. Yeah. Oh, toothsome. You don't get to hear that word often enough. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, doesn't not, that mean they were delicious? <laughs> Actually, that is what that means. Well, monsters Girls got to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Very low in calories. Also backwards, but it works. <laughs> okay. Other podcasts to consider if you're curious about Lovecraftian gaming include Skype of Cthulhu, the Miskatonic University podcast, YSDC's various actual play campaigns. I used to listen to Yogcast a little bit. That's he didn't write that, but I remember that. That was the the British one where they talked about all things Cthulhu. I think that was a that was uh, wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I I listened to Yogcast at the same time I listened to uh, uh, I can't remember the. <laughs> I remember I, listening to those the very first year I was playing World of Warcraft. Oh, wow. Is that snoring coming through my mic? Are you snoring? No, but it's not me. Sound it's... <laughs> uh, not actually. I can't hear it anyway. Okay. okay. It's very loud, and I was. But he's on the floor, so. Okay, you, I won't worry about it. You can filter it in post. <laughs> oh, Go on, Lance, sorry. Okay. Uh, let me see. Where were we? YDC. Y- YSDC's various actual play campaigns. Cthulhu and Friends podcast using the D20 rules. RPPR podcast. Ripper? RPPR. Role-playing public radio. Ah, good. Also, uh-oh, we lost someone. But whoop, whoop. Was that Trilobite? Yeah. Looks like Trilobite, yeah. Oh, fine. Just be that way, Trilobite. Try to get him back. Um. Sorry. Right. Uh, Ripper podcast. And if that's not enough, let me know, and I'll spam you with more. <laughs> Winky emoji smiley face icon. Spam, 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 spam. <laughs> he closes with Amon and Cheers oh, and things. gives out his Twitter address, which I believe is just for us. Oh. Yes, if it wasn't just for us, then let us know right again, and uh, sure, we'll, we'll go ahead it. and tell the whole world what your Twitter address is. So, um. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. That's a whole lot of Cthulhu going on. Yeah. Not a whole lot of Cthulhu. The man, the man knows his genre. He knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got lots to, yeah. he's got lots to tell folks about. And that's really cool. And so, so yeah. how many tentacles does Cthulhu have anyway? All as many as he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Thursday, I must have lots. So, um, you back? I'm back. Excellent. Sorry about that. We just uh, we're in a major shipping lane, so just a desperate bid for attention. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Glad you're back. Thanks. Me too. <laughs> Yay! There's a whole lot of Cthulhu stuff to go listen to. Indeed. 
It's very popular. As long as there's some humor, too, and it's not just all spooky, scary, mean. I think that's how most people play it. Most people play, you know, uh, tongue-in-cheek, a lot of that stuff. No, a lot of people do it very tongue-in-cheek. Oh, okay. Well, go and, uh, 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 folks, go and listen to the Redacted Files podcast uh, if you, uh, to look it up now if you don't want to wait for the show notes. Um, and and you'll get an idea of what Phil's talking about. It's very, mm-hmm. very cool. And maybe you'll, maybe you'll want to go and get a copy of Scary on the Choo Choo. <laughs> I love that name. Outstanding. <laughs> Try it for yourself. Or if you're if you're a, a, a GM, don't don't let your players listen to it first, so that they won't know what's coming. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Phil. Um, yeah, directly below that, I think Nikki. Uh, these are these are posts. These are actually a series of posts from from uh, Tim Sohalt on Facebook. Hi, Tim. Before, am I missing something? Because the email that I have does not have any of these. Well, you um, where you found where you found the uh, the post from Wilhelm? Yeah, was is actually halfway through everything that I posted because I really? was a dumbass. I had to post it in two halves because it wouldn't take the whole thing. So I oh. posted the bottom half first, and then the top half second. So the top so half ended okay. up being. Wrapped under the bottom half in the in the comments, and I screwed it up horribly. It's all oh crazy so, time. No worries. I was just trying to figure out where all these. I was trying to follow along and and not. I, this is the kind of problem I like because it means that a lot of folks wrote in. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so it's good problem. Cool. I think just, that it's bad, my fault bad. though because I'm the one that pushed to start at where the beginning was originally going to be, and then go down and then back bounce back up, and that. Did turn out to be problematic. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm just going to blame it entirely on you. My fault. Wait. Oh, wait. We would like to apologize for the difficulties brought by this decision. Do you feel like it's your fault? (laughs) And we're going to figure out. We felt at the time that it was a good decision, but we have come to understand that perhaps there was a small flaw in our reasoning. And we're going to figure out how moving forward we can avoid yes, this kind of thing. Yes, we're going to use all the tools in the toolbox. <laughs> right. Once again, we're back on track. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to correct things. No, we're going to correct things now with this fabulous post from Facebook post from Tim. Yay. So old. Here I go. Reading what Tim wrote. Ready? Well, here's someone goes. So, oh, yes. We're going to read. No, I'm stuck. God, it will be discussed. <laughs> she's doing it and she says it's irritating. I love it. It is, too. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I think it's funny. It's like, ah. Starting to listen to episode 163, and I had had to weigh in on Terry Brooks. Oh, jeez. I get the Terry Brooks. Ooh, one. I'm glad you got this one. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. Sword of Shannara, or yeah. Sword, as we like Shannara. to say, Sword of Shannara is pretty bad, but it really, it really is just a rewrite of Lord of the Rings. But Teach it, brother. the series does become a lot better. Lot is in bold. Brooke still has trouble writing believable romances, though. Don't we all? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> 
romance schmomance. No orcs in Sword of Shannara, but there are elves. I thought there were orcs. Whatever. Elves, dwarves, trolls, gnomes, all of them except the elves are deliberately meant to be named after the traditional fantasy races by the people who survived the apocalypse. Oh, I think I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> and the druid's name is pronounced kind of like Alanon. Alanon, yes. <laughs> in the TV series. Oh, God, is it really? See, Which... <laughs> there's a TV series? There's a yes, TV there series. Actually, a friend of mine is watching the TV series. He's, he really is enjoying it. Um, of course and they, Apparently, the TV series, he says, wisely ignores the first book and starts with the second. But... Hmm. Oh, oh wait, no. Alan, it's not exactly like Alanon because apparently there's more of a schwa sound in the last Ooh. syllable, like Alan. Alanon. 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 Yeah. All right, Tim, you're going to have to record this. You apparently know how to say this name, so we need a recording, please, of you. No. Exactly. Just call him Honky Tonk Man. I like it. For no reason. I couldn't stand the idea of calling him Alanon because I thought that was just lame. Alanon. Well, Tim Tim says it's not quite Alanon. So, Tim, send us a recording of how it's supposed to be. Almost yeah. exactly nope. like Alanon. Flaring yeah, minds almost, one of but, the dated reference ex- for us. Exactly, but not exactly like. On the subject of bad books, ooh, we're going to get more bad books. Yes. <laughs> Bubonicon? Bub. Oh, yeah, I went to Bubonicon. Bubonicon. Like Bonic- yeah, Bubonicon 1. I have the original black T-shirt from that. Bubonicon. <laughs> Bubonicon in Albuquerque parentally has, or at least had, the novel, novel Froomba. <laughs> F-R-O-O-M-B exclamation point. Froomba. Well, because why not? Charity auction. How could you not want something called Froomba? <laughs> it's a terrible mismatch of bad writing and cereal box spirituality disguised as a science fiction story told about a guy who travels to the future. Okay. The Bubonicon. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Bubonicon. Yeah, Bubonicon. Bubonicon. As in Bubonicon Plague. Yeah. The Bubonicon. Bubonicon copy is sold with the understanding that the buyer will read it, write commentary in the book, and donate it for sale at the next year's auction. (laughs) That, what a lovely Mm -hmm. idea that is. I like Mm -hmm. that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tell me when that is. I think I need to bid on it this year. I just Um, have a great (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, you you can have all the comments. I survived the con crud at Bubonicon. A t-shirt for Bubonicon? Yeah, yeah. I survived con crud at Bubonicon. <laughs> Anywho, leaving Bubonicon for a second. Then Tim goes on to say, I think Call of Cthulhu has such a gonzo reputation because it's the natural reaction of teenage hack and slashers to existential Lovecraftian horror. 
Yep, got to agree with you. Yep. Now, now, mm-hmm. how can you not love a multi-tentacled thing that drives you mad as soon as you glimpse it and then bites your head off? Love it. I married one. Exactly. <laughs> you walk out the door. Wah. I mean, how can you not love that? As for Hall, 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 I think. H-O-L, Hall, mm-hmm. Hall. Hmm. I Hole, think, think. Trilobite is thinking of a different game. Probably, oh. if we can say that I'm thinking at all. At all. Well, you know. You're, you're feeling, right? <laughs> I feel. <laughs> yes, we are. All oh, the- God. Don't. Oh. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm sorry, Point Geek. That's the last one. My head. My head heights. Oh, the pain. <laughs> Take an aspirin. As for wait a minute. As for Hall, I think Trilobite is thinking of a different game. Although the serial killer reality show might be an element of it, the basic premise is a combination prison planet garbage world inhabited by all kinds of worthless dregs, aka the PCs. Yeah, Earth. I do not. (laughs) I felt very wild dreg. Thank you very much for. What power? Tim knows a lot about these things. For paranoia, I think mm. there was a secret society at one point that was all about higher number clones killing their lower numbered ones to become the active clone. You could have <laughs> two secret societies if you got that one. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's just too much. Too much. I and he says, can't... finally finished. <laughs> I miss working a job where I could listen to podcasts all day. I'm loving the group dynamic as usual. Is Humperdink a practitioner of the ancient art of jujitsu? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe more a follower of the great master Keaton the Buster? <laughs> and is Nomad's theme song Weird Al's mission statement? <laughs> oh, God, it should be now. I'm going to have to go listen to that. I haven't heard that one. Anyway, all of that from Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Many, many thoughts to ponder there. Mm-hmm. Bubonicon. Okay, you know I've got to look up the t-shirt for Bubonicon. Yeah, go to Bubonicon. Bubonicon. But it's in Albuquerque, and it's hot there. Bubonicon. Yeah, it's not that hot. Con. Oh, there's going to be one in 2016, kids. That was lovely. Thank you. That was uh, yes. Thank you very much for the Facebook posts and uh, and for following along. I'm sorry that you're. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what your circumstances are, but I'm sorry you can't listen to podcasts all day while at work. Sometimes that's a good thing. <laughs> I do it anyway. And by yeah. the way, for everyone, well, who cares if you're an air traffic controller? Bonacons <laughs> <laughs> at the end of August in Albuquerque, children. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, just go at night. Uh, that's enough out of you. Any yes, Um Yeah, so cool beans. Where's the T-shirts? Fine, 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 fine. I'll come back to that later. So Much interesting stuff. Froomb. 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 An exclamation point. I'm sorry, Blanky. After a paranoia discussion, I went on Drive Through RPG to see if I could find what the latest incarnation of paranoia was. I couldn't find anything. It's like it's been uh, wiped from the RPG map. It's just not. It was never there. What the hell? Any memories you have of it having been there are an <laughs> error, citizen? 
<laughs> Memories of what? Froom came out in 1970. Froom. Oh my god! Froom. Wow, really? Yeah, and it's got one of those groovy 1970s covers too. Let me oh, tell that you, sounds beautiful. That's 46 freaking years old. Mm-hmm. So we're a lot of wonderful things. So how big is this book? Oh, he's a paperback. <laughs> oh, nope, it came out even earlier. That was <laughs> there was more than one release. 1964 with an even more groovy 19 grim looking 60s cover. And nice. on this good reads it gets two and a half stars. Wow. Or two point two three stars out of five reviews. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Yeah, so look it up, kids. You know you want a copy. So, <laughs> well, if, if anybody's you know uh, if anybody's interested in seeing or, or listening to actual gameplay of uh, Paranoia, uh, recently on uh, on the Geek and Sundry Twitch channel, on a Monday evening show that they call No Survivors, I think that's what it's called. Nice. Uh, uh, the the there was a full panel of gamers that were actually dressed. They actually dressed for the part. They all put on orange overalls. All matching, <laughs> matching getups uh, to be citizens in in the the game environment, and uh, uh, the on the uh, the panel includes um, uh, Matt Mercer and and uh, uh, Will Wheaton and and Felicia Day, and uh, I'm I, I'm unfortunately I can't remember the other folks, but but. but uh, Shame on me. <clears throat> Check that out if, if you want to uh, see a fun, uh, real-time uh, game of Paranoia played. I had no idea quite how uh, uh, quite how dangerous other players can be to each other. I've, uh, oh the name goodness. of the game should be called Throw Everybody Else Under the Bus. That's what the name of the game oh, absolutely. is. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That absolutely is my right. kind of game. Bring oh, it. Woo, let's play that. Ooh. Not only are you absolutely right, but I think that's as okay. intended by yeah. the oh, game yeah. designers. Definitely. It's, it's <laughs> an awesome game. <laughs> I'm not usually into games where you screw over the rest of your party. Oh, but it's in- fun. In the case of paranoia, you have so much fun doing it and be, having it done to you that it doesn't matter. It's like I won't go there because I was gonna. Yeah, never mind. Let's just not go there. Put that down slowly, back away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, very good, excellent. Thank you. Uh... Try to keep this a PG thirteen podcast, and I will not just besmirch the good name of the gutter skypes. By descending into the what? It's time to talk for the, what, now. The, the good note. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tim Soholt, for for the Facebook post. Next up, I think we have. If I now, this is where. Okay, this is where I came in. No, this is where Blind Geek came in. So we got to skip. This that is where one. Blind Geek came in. And then, uh, and then, always behind the pack from email. Uh, email from Exo Four Trilobite. Okay. Email from Christopher. Tell me the Central's game feedback. Dear Gutter Skypes, well, what a fun episode. I really enjoyed the whole thing from banter to bar fights. Good old fashioned Gutter Skype fun. Thank you so much. And I didn't know Tunnels and Trolls would be so delightful. 
One word of warning, though. After some exposition about a lost tribe of elves, Mr. Five made a comment that you were looking for the Romulans. So close, but really you got the Rom franchise. The party is going into a vast unknown area looking for a lost tribe, but to discover the secrets of Kobol. You are playing Battlestar Galactica, which means one of you is an Uruk toaster. Hmm, who could it be? We know they look like us now, and there are many copies. How many? It's a smaller universe, so there probably aren't 12 copies. Maybe there are only, say, five? (laughs) Dun, dun, dun! (laughs) I wish I understood any of those references. Uh, Thanks for sharing the fun, Christopher. And so say we all. So say Uh we all. Trilobite, that you've never watched the... I watched the first episode when I saw the font that they used uh, (laughs) to explain things. I knew we were in trouble. When we got about ten minutes in, I was like, oh, this is the kind of thing 14-year-olds think is deep. And I just gave up. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't know, man. I think think you gave up too soon. Nope, I checked in on it from time to time, and it reconfirmed my opinions. Then I saw the last episode, and I was like, wow, okay. Glad I didn't waste my time. I've not seen the last episodes. I've heard mixed reviews, so, yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed, but then some people say I have the mentality of a 14-year-old. So, you know, hey, it it all evens out, I suppose. Hey, but, you know, it's a reboot. I'll tell you, when it was running, though, it was, it was popular. Yeah, everybody style. loved it. It was popular. Oh I, I really wanted to like it because so many people whose opinion I, I normally respect and share, like, really enjoyed it. But it's, yeah, just one of those things. Just, just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. I think the hardest time I had with it wasn't so much because of, uh, wasn't so much because of the, the, the production values, the content, or how it was treated. I mean, they did a good job in, in, uh, if you're going to say they reimagined something, then, yeah, they reimagined it very well. And, and it was, uh, it was brilliant, brilliantly executed and, and, and all of that. It's just that the storyline seemed to me the desperate struggle to remain existent. Uh, and to keep yourselves and your entire race from being wiped out. I think uh, my problem with it at the time was uh, I was thinking, um, just fly the thing into the sun. <laughs> just just <laughs> be done with it. <laughs> Enough already. Is it really that important that you all survive and stay alive, that the human race uh, remains in existence forever? I mean, is it? <laughs> yes. <No>. So... <laughs> So one might argue that I was coming at it from a somewhat biased point of view. <laughs> also known as the Mr. Cranky Pants point of view. <laughs> Precisely. Thank you. I didn't know how to put it quite into the right words, but you yeah, nailed it. I think that might have been it. <laughs> I, 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 I think my main issue with it was that at what point, if you're reimagining something, at what point does it become something completely different from what it was supposed to be? I mean... It's been reimagined. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah, but it's so reimagined. It's all shiny new. But it's, it's so reimagined, it bears very little resemblance to the one that, I mean, other than the fact that you've got a big ship called Galactica, that's a city in space, essentially. Uh, it is a battle star. Whatever. Hello. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but 
And there are these creatures called Cylons, which bear no resemblance to the ones that were in the 1978 series. Well, thank well, God, because command. those were pretty cheeseball costumes. I hope that they've improved by now. Oh, well, you're missing my... Okay. Nope. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> you motorcycle. also You want flying motorcycles and face from the A-team. In the Mr. Cranky Pants viewpoint here. <laughs> just, you know, rolling with it. No, I enjoyed the show. I just think it, it, it isn't really Battlestar Galactica. It's something that just used the name and a few keys. Well, they just had this name and logo sitting around, and why pay somebody to come up with a brandy shiny new one when they could just dust that off, fling it back out there, Reboot. voila! Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. And the way, I, I mean, considering when it was put out, and I'm, I mean, decades have passed since the first mm. one, and uh, from from my point of view, there were quite a few improvements. For one thing, it was grittier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the danger was what to it wasn't so much a uh, it wasn't so much a, a comic book cartoon type danger. It was a holy holy crap! This this really could kill us all because of the fact that the Cylons were no longer as as uh, as it's been put toasters. Um, well, it also had clones a clones of us. Spotline instead of mysterious planet of the week, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there's also and uh, there's also mercifully, blissfully, and mercifully no little kid with a robot dog. That's it. I'm not <laughs> watching it. If there's no little kid with a cute fuzzy robot dog, it's off my list. I, I ran into something on YouTube recently you might enjoy. It was uh, I started looking at mashups. They had Star Trek versus Cylon Battlestar something. <laughs> what do they call the Cylon, the Cylon huge main ship? Um, I, I forget. Anyway, um, it was surprisingly well done. Someone did some good special effects. That's oh. funny. Yeah. So, you know, they have a whole bunch of that sort of thing. There's a bunch of Star Wars versus Star Trek on there. <laughs> If they don't make it, we will. Exactly. <laughs> Star Wars, Star Trek, SmackDown. Dom, bom, bom. As long as you don't try to make money off of it, they don't care if you make it. That's right. Tired of these verbal arguments. We're going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Next month, ten mm-hmm. sumo wrestlers versus Daredevil. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> No matter who wins, we lose. (laughs) Excellent tagline. You can apply that to anything. Love that. I didn't make that up. Wish I did. Well, thank you. Thank you, uh, XO4. That's... uh, uh, (laughs) It's a thing. It's a thing. And sadly, uh, we're going to be interrupted with uh, Tunnels and Trolls. I mean, uh, obviously, if folks, if folks have been paying attention, you may have noticed a conspicuous lack of Mark Kinney in this episode. And it's uh, uh, unfortunately because he's been waylaid, captured, and, uh, and, and done in temporarily by RL and the mundane powers that be in the workplace once again. So he's fighting the fight. And we all uh, we all hope that uh, he wins soon, and we can get him back as quickly as possible, and, and, and we can get back to Tunnels and Trolls. But uh, in the meantime, 
we uh, we'll just keep the light lit and 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 carry on um, misbehaving uh, until he comes back and we can all misbehave together. Oh, that's good because I I was aiming to misbehave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we gotta hang the brown brown coats up in the in the closet for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. It you know, depends on how it plays out. You know, but we'll be here when he gets back. I hope to uh, to, to continue the uh, continue the madness of a twenty-four foot giant. I've got to get a grip on that. Yeah, swinging a house beam as a weapon. Holy crap! <laughs> I just love the visual on that. Was he looking for the secrets of the masters of Cobalt? <laughs> yeah. Well, where do, where does a giant Cobalt sit anywhere he wants. That's what I've decided. So, <laughs> why this house looks comfy? Flop. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of. And really, why not? <laughs> why not? Okay. Why Next up is I think oh, it's me. Oh. All right. Yes. An email from Daniel Gibson. And uh, the the this one the subject line is yearly tag in. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, dear gutter skypes. Hello everyone. Funny enough, I have been busy enough that I haven't sent another sent another email despite thinking about it. So, I'd like to apologize that this might be a little long. And since I'm typing and sending this in one go while I have a chance, I might miss something or someone. No worries. Very happy that you wrote in uh, 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 at all. Anyone? Yeah. Uh, we we don't uh, we don't penalize for typings, uh, typos. Yes, we do. <laughs> or just just although, <laughs> if whoever is typing in the background or making popcorn could stop, I would appreciate it. I'm not hearing that. It's so. Oh, that's my cat. Oh. Oh. Well, oh, then, then oh, continue. trying to oppress that poor little feline. I see how you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he won't make popcorn for me. That's the problem. Oh, <laughs> you're teaching him. <laughs> Give him a little snuggle from us, please. I pity you. There we go, Tom. Okay. All right. So uh, okay. he continues. Yeah. Nikki, glad you had fun during your trip. And that things are going good with you and your band. Also, I'm a fan of Pink and enjoyed your cover of her song. Uh, sorry you couldn't. Sorry you couldn't buy me off with a quarter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were going to send everybody a quarter, quarter not, not to listen, listen to, to it. <laughs> Don't listen. I'll give you a quarter. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> lastly, why haven't any of the other uh, Skypers? Made any rocket raccoon jokes since you two are so alike. Serious, <laughs> seriously, I've been trying to figure out a game that you guys could play that would have you as a that would have you as a small furry commando. <laughs> All right, I'm on a quest now. I'm on a quest. I will find one. Okay. We'll play Challenge. I got glasses up no on my nose. There. Do you? Okay, then my quest need not exist. Challenge accepted. <laughs> you might also say, "What game isn't she a f- small furry commando?" Hey, oi, 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 oi! <laughs> I have to admit that's a pretty great image. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, and he and he continues. Andros, enjoying your more British than British Reggie Forthright, and I'm re-listening to the Penguin Adventure. Excellent. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Excellent. Good deal. Uh, Trilobite, welcome to the party. I've been loving your Thank humor you. added to the Madhouse cast on on a more constant basis. On a slightly more, we are too, by the way. Thank you. Yep. On a slightly more serious note, I'm interested about your thought on uh, CAD, Christians Against Dinosaurs, a group I found out was <laughs> real and not a Facebook satire page. Being a fellow dino oh. lover, not like that. Oh, thank you. I, I think I found my plan for Friday nights. I got a new <laughs> coffee clutch to go to. <laughs> C-A-D. I hadn't heard about the, yeah. Christians Against the Dinosaurs. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, I have yeah. to look that up. Okay. Okay. That sounds beautiful. Um, uh, Daniel, Daniel, if you get a chance, check out the bandits. Uh, birds are not dinosaurs. Uh, check out those folks. Uh, you'll probably enjoy them. It's the real people who are seriously steamed about the idea that, uh, well, that science is showing that dinosaurs had feathers, basically, and they are, they are, take it personally. Oh, my. <laughs> Keep your boas off of my Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, interesting what people choose to get upset about. There are those who believe that, that the belief that dinosaurs didn't exist, but if you let science involved, science really wrecks it. Yeah, with all its facts, which we all know is a liberal bias. <laughs> Can't be having any of that. You could prove anything with research. Yeah. Experimentation. How I could do. <laughs> we didn't walk on the moon and dinosaurs never existed. Alleged fact. But they did exist because they've got them in the... the Bible, Rommel Nope, that's world. all done by the devil. So it's done by the devil. You can ride on the dinosaurs. What is that, Bible Land that they built in, is it Kansas? There's a, <laughs> oh, God. There are a number of creation museums which have, uh, have yes. stuff. Yes, Kentucky. It's the one in Kentucky, but they have a dinosaur ride, I believe. Ooh. Yes, they're supposed you to open the, uh, the Ark Adventure this year, you know? See? With, with the petting zoo and, <laughs> and the metal-reinforced Ark. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> Do they do they plan to uh, eventually have any dinosaurs on the dinosaur tour? <laughs> <laughs> it, it doubles as the Ark of the Covenant. You see, it's the Noah's Ark of the Covenant. It, I like that. <laughs> Don't open your eyes. <laughs> Repurposing. Uh, That's right. We had a perfectly good ark sitting around here. Didn't mm -hmm. go to waste. <laughs> Holds two of every animal, um, a bunch of dinosaurs, <laughs> and it fries Nazis at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Train coming through. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sorry. All right, I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just put a button on that dinosaur thing by saying I won't go so far as to say there were never any dinosaurs. I'll just say I feel like the dinosaurs existed. <laughs> <laughs> Blind geek. Blind geek. It's the year of the monkey. Uh, yeah, it's the year of the monkey. Almost if the world itself, almost as if the world itself were asking you to bring back monkeys. Took my jetpack. I'm curious mm. on what you thought of uh, the last season of Red Panda that ended and the change 
in the format this year. Okay, well, if I may address, first off, the that Monkeys Took My Jetpack has never left. It's just have been very few and far between. It's still there, and uh, those who want to can subscribe uh, at either through your podcast uh, thing of choice. That's I don't understand how they, I don't know how I, I don't know how they work and as Dr. McCoy chatted I think as Dr. McCoy has established any object we don't understand is always called a thing a thing <laughs> yes. I, I believe the correct technical term is thingy thingy yeah thingy. I believe yes yeah but, that's, uh, that's for the professionals or you can go to mtmjetpack.com and it's right there and there's about an episode every two or three months at this point but I will be changing already a month has gone by since I said that, but I'm I'm still trying to change it. I swear <laughs> to God, I am. Uh, Baby steps, red- my friend. Baby yeah, steps. Much. Yeah, that's what I'm. It's good. Telling myself. Um, as for the red panda, I kind of knew it was coming because I've heard interviews with Greg Taylor where he talked about um, this was years. This was even before the big World War II thing happened, but he was talking about how eventually he wanted to. Do- Bring the situation to a close where, oh, I can't say that because that's a spoiler. Crap. And people, people may not have well, heard Well, they've been anything. talking about it for a long time, so I yeah. think that's, yeah. yeah. But uh, I like the new format, but I also, I don't know, I, I don't like the fact that there's really no suspense anymore because um, we know everything. I mean, it's all done through flashback and whatnot now, so... I don't know. I, I, I get what he's doing, and I, I, I'm i hoping maybe he'll do a new story that takes place in the, quote, present, unquote, every once in a while. So that's my take on it. Okie dokie. I lost my play. Oh, there it is. Anim- oh, me. Anim 5. Uh, nice spirit of the century adventure, and thank you for acting as the focal point, uh, focal point for this varied cast of people. Most welcome. I enjoyed it too. I, uh, I, when I started it out, I didn't actually expect it to remain entirely on a submarine, and, and then realize that we're to extend it to a deep investigation of what, what happened in Texas in order to make all this so dangerous and these things get away. Then it would have been another two or three years. Before we hit the final chapter, <laughs> but as it was, yeah, it was uh, that was a fun one. I I, I enjoyed that too. Here, here, uh, Mark Kinney. Hope you're listening, and and this one's you. Uh, sorry, you won't, uh, sorry, you won't be able to reply uh, here uh, during the show. But here we go, Mark Kinney. Cheers for the escape from Mundanians. Uh, indeed, so, and we hope it'll happen again, so we can cheer again. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheers for your escape from the Mundanians. What, uh, what, your thoughts? What are your, th- I didn't rewrite this, so I'm gonna just fill in words. What are your thoughts on the difference between games and the internet, uh, back when you began and now? Oh, that's an interesting question. Hmm. That's a very interesting question. I wonder if, uh, that, uh, might not make it as a topic on All Games Considered someday. Because, uh, um, I like that. Uh, using just Shadowrun as an example, there's the Community Podcast, the Arcology, the Runner's Hub on Reddit, posting uh, postings of both theirs and others, 
actual plays on YouTube, two in-character podcasts of the neo-anarchists, uh, neo-anarchist neo who gives history about the sixth world, and a podlog of a rocker runner. So, yeah, <laughs> nice. how does this affect, how does this affect gameplay in, uh, in the, uh, you can get it all anywhere you want to era, i.e. today? This is my commentary, actually. I'm just reading the lines here. Enhancing the question, it doesn't need enhancing. Um, compared to when you first started All Games Considered, wow, ten years ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I, will, I can, I'm not Mr. K, obviously, but I can give my own perspective on this, if I may. Please do. Because yeah. uh, when we started, I'll, I'll, I'll use us as the example, because we only started a few years after AGC. Um, but when we first started doing gutter Skypes before it was even called gutter Skypes, we were just a thing. <laughs> and, and it was, I thought we were kind of pioneers in a way because there, I didn't, there weren't any that I knew of very, if, if there were any, there weren't very many actual play podcasts around at the time. There weren't a whole lot of good ones, I'll tell you that. And, uh, yeah, and, and now they're all over the place. And, and, and the idea of Skype gaming is, is now, or, or VOIP of choice gaming is, is no longer this mysterious thing. I mean, we had to, well, we didn't have to, we chose to, but we were doing podcasts about how to, or Adam was specifically doing podcasts about how to, um, how to do it. Because people were asking, how do I? How do I do this Skype gaming thing? I don't have a group in my area. And in that's one way, very big way that things have changed from then to now is uh, now you really have no, if you want a game, you have no excuse not to game because the, it, all you need to do is get Google Hangouts or whatever and, and go on uh, any number of gaming forums and just say, hey, I want a game. Is anybody interested? And, and people will pop out of the woodwork to, uh, to, to game with you. This is yep. true. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, there's uh, also a variety of formats that you can choose. Um, you can choose, uh, choose the uh, uh, community dice roll sites where everybody sees uh, exactly what everybody else rolls. We don't, we don't bother with that because we we know instinctually that we roll low. It's going to be. Funny. Why would you lie? Why what would you lie? It's going to be funny as hell if you die. <laughs> We'll <laughs> um, be laughing for your funeral. <laughs> but uh, but there is that choice. There's there's uh, there's uh, whole applications. Sorry, apps uh, for uh, <laughs> for sharing a a, a game board or or um, a battle mat or map. Is that what app stands for is applications. Yes, uh, that's my assumption. Unless it's something else, yes. and I should be really red faced about that. I think that's what it means. About that's I always thought that was what it meant. Anyway, download the app you. for your iPhone. Yeah, but anyway, yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the voice of doom has spoken. <laughs> I, I I feel like Trilobite's disgusted by that. Anyway, <laughs> he seems to be opi- have an opinion he's, so. that he's feeling. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it passes the time. It has changed. It has changed quite a bit. <laughs> Proliferation, I guess, is the key word. Uh, um, if you like went cockroaches. To... Uh, oh, wait, no, that's or nuclear not right. weapons. 
All right, let me rephrase that. Um, <laughs> if you went to... Um, Fluffy went Bunny to, Rabbits? Oh, Fluffy Bunny Rabbits. Oh, RPGpodcasts.com. Uh, back when we started, uh, I'm not actually sure it was there. No, it might actually have been there. But there was something like 20 to 24 podcasts registered. And um, now it's well over 100 possibly Ow. more. And before I go ahead and say, well, now it's mainstream, it isn't actually mainstream because you could stop anybody on the street and they still wouldn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> However, they are get, they are diving into it feet first and with a vengeance uh, out in California in Los Angeles where uh, they're discovering uh, that they can, that, that they have, that they can take control of the means of distribution uh, actors, actresses, comedians, comedians especially, um, and doing their doing their own podcast. They've been at it for years now, and it developed traction enough because of who they are and where they are to get sponsors. So while uh, the regular uh, 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 Joe and Jane Gamer in in Minnesota can record all of their sessions with all their friends. Um, they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart because it's a labor of love and they enjoy putting out stuff that other people might want to listen to and of course they get a following but these folks out in California really know the game and are very very consistently regular about it and professional about it and actually if not make money then at least break even and get their names out there so it's becoming it's becoming more of a thing this is and having said that, if anybody wants to sponsor the Gutter Skypes, please contact <laughs> Please contact Nikki and send her big bags of money. There, I beat you to it. <laughs> well, if you insist. Beat you to I would, it. Um, <laughs> I would take care of that. Yeah, if, if that comes in. I, you know, as a, as the, mm, the self-appointed secretary to the Gutter Skypes. You're volunteering to be the treasurer. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I, I turned that into a much longer discussion than it needed to be and, and waxed eloquent when I should have been reading it. No, it's good, it's good. Continues. Uh, one last thing, and one last thing, this is Daniel G, by the way, in case anybody forgot. <laughs> Daniel, part of bearing with us as we read your letter. <laughs> yes. And one last thing that you guys might also, might also enjoy, Star Trek Continues, which is fan, a fan-made project that is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, sounds like of the uh, the old series show. I found out about it from an interview uh, that Mission Log did. Did yeah, we had that recommended to us uh, uh, at least once before, and it certainly bears repeating now. Star That's Trek pretty awesome. series. Um, have you heard a lot of those, Eric? I only I've only seen the first episode. I uh, I did see the little um, vignettes that came before. Uh, and they did one that was the kind of bridging their show with the actual end of the original series. And so they redid the last few minutes of Turnabout Intruder. And I felt very sorry for the woman who was playing um, Janet Lester because she did such an amazing job at recreating the hysteria, the 60s era acting hysteria. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, I hope nobody thinks... I'm sure I, I don't want her acting career to be stilted because somebody th sees that and says, 
oh my god, her acting is so over the top, it's terrible. Because it's, it's, <laughs> no, no. It is absolutely spot on as far as, as far as the, the, the way she, well, like I said, it's the 60s era acting his, hysteria. It, it's, it's right there. And I'm sure if she can do that that well, then she's probably a very good actor, actor in her own right. I refuse to use the word actress because I'm all about equalizing and not separating. So anyway, um, but yeah, that the show is, is pretty awesome actually. Mission Log uh, must have had a field day with the, with their, uh, with their, uh, overview of that final episode. I mean, like, <laughs> they really like pointing out, uh, I don't know if they like it, but they, they take great pains to point out the misogyny that was in that show from beginning to end. <laughs> yep. And holy crap. I I was eight when I saw that, when it first <laughs> broadcast, and even I, at eight years old, I remember this. I was looking at Captain Kirk, uh, trying to, uh, well, obviously Shatner trying to play Captain Kirk, uh, um, inhabited by uh, a woman's mind. And even Ooh. I cringed when I saw that he was using an emery board on his nails. Mm. <laughs> I was like, seriously? <laughs> really? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, there's there's the plenty days. to cringe at there, so. Mm, that sounds delightful. I'm glad I they, just... I hope they burned that bridge behind them. Let me put it that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, that was just a kind of a thing that they, they made some changes to the ending that would kind of foreshadow the beginning of the fourth season, which is what their show is trying to, to, is trying to be. And, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I, I like the guy that plays Kirk. Does a good job of shut up phone. Uh, does a good job of of uh, <laughs> not be being a caricature of Shatner, but every once in a while he'll say something that has that Shatner esque quality to it um, that makes you go, okay, I, I hear I, I hear Kirk in there. That's a challenge too. Yeah. I'm sorry, Nikki, you were going to say? Nope. Nothing at all. Oh, we don't know. It dropped right out of my head. No worries. And, <laughs> and they've got Jim Duen's son playing Scotty, and he's a, he's a dead ringer, really. It's, it's pretty mm. amazing. That's, so, yeah, check it out. Oh, I didn't know that. That's James Duen's actual, uh, that's his son? Yep. Neat. That's... Either his son or his grandson. I can't remember which. <laughs> but he's a relation. Uh, um, so yeah, very cool. All right, but uh, all right. Hopefully, it didn't take. Uh, and here we go, closing out. Hopefully, it won't take me so long to write again. And hope you continue to have fun, Daniel G. Yeah, hope it doesn't take you that long. I, I mean, if it's yearly, it's yearly. Uh, quality <laughs> counts. Quality's cool. Uh, you, you're right when you can, but uh, Daniel, we want do. a joke a day. Or <laughs> and Nikki wants you to are be the sponsor. Acceptable. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for writing. Thank you very much for writing. Uh, oh, and yeah, and there is yet another one, and I believe this one falls to Andros. 
Okay. Let's go, see. Andros. Go, go Andros. Go Andros. Read the feedback. It's your birthday. Read the game on. Got it. Go and. Sorry. Uh, is this the Florian, <laughs> Florian Schwartz one? Uh, from Florian. Florian. Florian Schwartz. Hello, Florian. Yo. Okay. Oh, that thing in quotes is the email topic. Sorry. The, okay, the subject I, line, as they call it. Oh, email from Florian. There we are, Schwark. Um, you aren't paranoid. They really are. No, don't worry. They just told me they're not really. They said so. Would they lie? Dear Adam and the Maniac. <laughs> That's the name of our new band. Yes. Yeah, I saw them. They opened in Gloucester like uh, last year. You know, I liked them before they got big. <laughs> Yeah, but I thought their new album, Four on the Floor, shows a lot of promise. It's not bad. It's not bad. I like some of this speaking word stuff, though, like, uh, like what, uh, you know, well, just listen, listen to this next part. It's that one song, Gading, Gadong, Gadu. I don't know what it means, but it it's actually sticks with you. It's actually good, Gading, Gadong, Gadong. Are they going to No worries. I'm sorry. I used to be able to do that, honest. <laughs> Okay, we're oh, you're Anim and the Maniacs. Now that we've proven that we are Anim and the Maniacs, that's our that's our new band. I haven't yet listened to the whole business end of your last episode, but I already love your TNT characters and their voices. I'm really excited to hear whether you could keep the rough and raspy voices up until the end of the episode, though. Challenge accepted. Okay, he con- continues. Ah, Paranoia and Call of Cthulhu, two of my favorite RPGs, together with um, Spirit of the Century, D&D, Shadowrun, Burning Wheel, Wushu, Octane, GURPS. Okay, in retrospect, it seems pretty hard to come up with an RPG that I don't like. <laughs> you are blessed, fatal. <laughs> How about oh, that's fatal? Accepted. I think we that's what I up. just said, Blind Geek. Welcome oh, to the sorry. party. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Timing. Welcome to the party, pal. And actually, it's pronounced bugger. <laughs> it's pronounced. What? It's just spelled fatal. Is it? <laughs> mm. I remember playing Boot Hill. Nice. Yeah. Need to check. Yeah, talk about a game where people die frequently. With a name like Boot Hill, I'm so surprised. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to the email here. Uh, I think, especially Paranoia, is not only one of the most entertaining RPGs if played at the right place at the time with the right people. And the right place at time with the right people, right, with the right mindset, but also one that frequently generates the most memorable in-game moments. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Trilobite's yeah, Monkey Con game, that I would have killed. Okay, realistic, mildly annoyed. Somebody for it to participate in. Oh. <laughs> Moment when one of the PCs asked a group of guerrilla office workers if they are in possession of an official permit that allows them to attack the party with heavy artillery 
which sent them scrambling off to apply for said permit. <laughs> oh, bureaucracy. <laughs> that and the revelation that all the randomly shifting walls and teleporting creatures were caused by a dipping bird hitting the random button in the security room. <laughs> okay, where can one get a hold of this game? That's pretty great. That's, <laughs> that's vivid. Okay. Um, we, you want to tell people where they can find that? Oh, if you mean paranoia in general, um, check well, your the, the local you No, 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 the library. session that you ran at MonkeyCon, because I posted as much of the MonkeyCon stuff as I could find for Oh, M- man, that was, uh, that was probably on uh, Porcelain Mama Theater, which is uh, is defunct. Oh. Damn it. All right, well. Okay. Maybe, maybe Adam can post your backlog somewhere. You never know. <laughs> He has this website. Notice how your dear friend is so quick to volunteer you now. <laughs> Help me. Well, you know, he has this website. It's not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, citizen. I wish to report you now for... <laughs> um, that seriously, if uh, Travel Bites got files he can send me, I've got room to post them. Yeah, all right. I'll... Uh... I'll see. Uh, see if I can dig around. Uh, see what I can find here. I might. Yeah. I might still got some. Might still got some things. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's uh, it's no great shakes to put up a page, and 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 link to it and say, hey, you want to find this stuff? Here it is. That is very kind of you. Yeah. I may take you up on that. I'm generous with your time too. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be of service, citizen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see. Um. Oh, I, I, let's see. Oh, yeah. I would like to further endorse a gutter Skype paranoia session by adding another story of the very same game told to me by my brother-in-law who GM'd it. At the beginning, he handed out dice, a cheat sheet of core mechanics, and character sheets to the players. Yeah, so far, that's just like one of our games. For a few of those players that remembered the name of the game... Those character sheets turned out not to be character sheets at all, but rather applications for an ethical and almost pain-free elimination. (laughs) As stated by some of the very fine print at the bottom of the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) That is so killer breakfast. Yeah. That is so killer breakfast. I love that. A few players managed to spy on the character name of their fellow players and filed the applications in their names instead. (laughs) That's perfection. Yes. Which decremented not only the clone counts of those, but also themselves because the computer was suspicious of the duplicate applications. (laughs) Oh, my. Okay. This administrative error was blamed by the officials on one random player character, ZZZAPP, <laughs> and the players were given the real character sheets, which, when filled in truthfully, would lead to another elimination because it would reveal information about forbidden features that and beliefs about their character to the computer. <laughs> 
How many characters did they lose before they even started? <laughs> Apparently all their clones to begin with. Yeah. The players ran out of clones soon after the first mission briefing. <laughs> I personally think the game is designed after the German Federal Employment Agency. <laughs> wow. That's rough. I love how twisted that is, though. Yeah. I'm so impressed. <laughs> that, that reminds, is I'm, I'm sorry, that reminds me of a brief conversation that Auntie Ed and I had, uh, I think it was either this morning or last night or something. I was I was talking about 5th edition uh, Dungeons and & Dragons and how it came out in three volumes that they used to sell. I don't think they're selling it now as a, as a one set that you can get together. I could be wrong, but it's uh, the player's... Handbook, the Dungeon Master's Guide, and the Monster Manual, as as mm-hmm. per spec and usual. But she said, oh, "Don't don't bother with that. I can write it for you." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Yes, your your version would consist of three posted notes. <laughs> Volume one would say, "What's your character's name?" Volume two would say, "Okay, roll your dice." Volume three would say, "You're dead." <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I play that game. Though. It saves an incredible amount of time. <laughs> uh, you could be like, right, new game, next. Next. <laughs> My character's name is uh, Dwarfot, a wizard of... Just roll the dice. Okay, I roll it. You're dead. <laughs> next. What do you think? I want to play any Ed's game. <laughs> she wants to DM. She keep, uh, and I keep telling her, get on Skype and DM. You mean- Oh my god, that would be beautiful. Be I would have such a good time with that. Yes, yes. Complete, uh, complete killer breakfast style. Mm. Complete, uh, absolutely. I would love that. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, we have more. Um, on a different note, I'm glad, um, hold on. Syntax. There must be uh, a you in there, I'm glad you like. Oh, I'm glad you liked my idea of a gift package, and I can't tell you that I already acquired the first item to go with it yesterday. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yay! I'm halfway through that sentence what he was talking about. Okay. <laughs> I can't promise that it will. everything will be exclusively random German cat. <laughs> Perfect. Is, I love Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'll try to make it at least somewhat interesting. Okay. Ooh, interesting is I'll good, too. I'll post a call for participation to all your other European listeners oh! on Facebook page <laughs> in the near future. This can't be worse than Mexican. <laughs> oh, now, we have to keep it smaller than, like, container ship size, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can the find shipping costs right? between Europe and the United States. <laughs> so if you can put it in a one-euro envelope, we're good. No, so <laughs> no teasing. Oh, Florian, that would be brilliant. I look forward to it. Absolutely. Oh, by Extra the way, Maria, my, my Erica, who is, you know, my wife, loves uh, your yeah. Facebook post. Wait, what? What? <laughs> He's right there. Hi, Erica, waving at you. Hi, Erica. Hey, oh, everyone says hi. Waving. <laughs> okay, she, she loves Florian's posts. They're very amusing. Absolutely. 
Always, yes. Mm-hmm. Now those Germans known for their sense of humor. That's right. And I'm, <laughs> actually, I'm actually getting scared about this whole uh, package thing. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be great. It is yeah. going to be so much fun. I have complete and utter faith in Florian. What's, yes, I have complete and utter faith in Florian. <laughs> what, what's very important about that is if we have, actually get something edible, we have to wait until we're actually online with each other before trying it for the first time. <laughs> this is a vital important. Oh, I won't have a problem putting that off. <laughs> <laughs> If there's multiple pieces of something, I will send a piece to everyone so you can all partake freely. Exactly. You are a beautiful mm-hmm. human. With a you have room in your backyard for a shipping soul. container? <laughs> <laughs> a very small shipping container. Mm. Oh, this will be so much fun. Yes. Okay, and he goes on. And lastly, if you haven't done so at the end of the last episode, have you already given Sawbones a listen yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah? Uh, I deem all of you connoisseurs of weird trivia, and if you aren't aware of it already, you should really treat yourself to the knowledge of the so-called sex box <laughs> that an Australian psychoanalyst sent to Albert Einstein and persuaded him to study it for a while. Oh, dear. Well, that was Austrian. Oh, but Austrian? Excuse yeah. me. Same <laughs> diff. I, I guess that makes some more sense, yeah. Kangaroos uh, and Hitler. Sex box, I think, is the operative word there anyway. Yeah. Awesome. I, um, I, my mind boggles. Boggle, boggle, boggle. It's boggling. I, just, I have to go read that now, yes. I got put <laughs> off a little bit. I think this was mentioned uh, sometime before, the, the Sawbones thing, their promo, uh, the, the, their promo uh, air quotes here, commercial, uh, that they put it just really turned my stomach and made me ill. So. But I will. Uh, he, he included links to uh, to several of the shows, and one of them, at least, is the patent medicine show. And uh, I'll give that a listen. But I haven't heard it just yet. Is this Sawbones Maximum Fun with Justin and Sydney? Precisely. Precisely. That sounds right. I think it's on the Max Fun Network. Yep. Okay. Good. Uh, where was I? Uh, oh, whenever I feel like I'm wasting my time and my life. The thought of Albert Einstein sitting on a chair in a wooden cabinet trying to generate orgasmic energy cheers me up instantly. (laughs) Well, how could it not? (laughs) God. So, best of days, Florian. Thank you. Thanks, Florian. That was very nice. Thank you, Florian. That was excellent. Great to hear from you, my friend. Dear, here. Fine, I love that. Okay, cool. Yep, Sawbones, I've got to give that a listen, and uh, oh, a whole bunch of other stuff that I haven't gone to yet. But uh, Can I add to that pile? Please do, yeah, sure. Okay, the worst idea of all time. It's the name of the podcast. Two stand-up oh. comedians from New Zealand watch and review Grown Ups 2, having never seen Grown Ups 1. Huh. Every week for one year. What? Is it the same film over and over again? Yes. They (laughs) and review it every week for one year. The same two comedians. Does their review change? Why would you do that? Why? Why? What is the why? That is a question they sometimes ask themselves. Sometimes (laughs) while crying. I can imagine. Sometimes. Why are we doing this? 
Wow. It's I, I, beautiful. That is That is the most the worst idea of all time. I, I think they may have <laughs> I am looking forward to starting their second season wherein they watch and review Sex in the City for one year. <laughs> Well, at least there they got the whole TV series to work from. I mean, it's... No, no, just the movie. movie. Is it the first or Sex in the City 2? Yeah, there were two of them. yet. I haven't haven't listened to it. I just listened to their triumphant final episode. What the hell do they have to say that's different every week when they're reviewing the same thing they just saw last... What what possible... What's cool about it is it doesn't doesn't work on so many levels. No, it does not. <laughs> did, did you ever hear about... You're making this shit up. I... <laughs> <laughs> if we are once again, human, we, you we are once again falling prey to your brilliant yeah. no, no, improv no, no, no. skills. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Besides, right, dude, you, you're a human. You know that's the kind of thing you people would do. Hang on. Let's see. I'm going to go. I'm trying to be racist. I think you've outed yourself again. The only thing that comes to mind is when uh, listening to how they did mystery science theater uh, programs, they had to watch. Yeah, where they would lock themselves in the torture chamber. uh, Until they just kept generating lines that they could use. And this seems similar. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's it's really kind of gorgeous. Just stretched out a bit. Something yeah. that's horrifically bad to begin with, and they just torture themselves with it every week. Yeah, yeah. I got to give at least at least one of those a listen to. I um I don't feel the need for that kind of punishment myself. <laughs> you know? no, I'm pretty sure I'm safe in saying no. Thanks, I'm good. So. It's it's just so beautiful watching them respond to the experience, the highs, the lows, that the the bonding, the way they desperately cling to one another. <laughs> I can imagine. No, oh, it's I, I still think I, I'm still okay with it. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but you enjoy. Not here to yuck your yum. We're good. <laughs> I'll I'll report back to you when I uh when I'm able to go through <laughs> when I'm able to go through their um uh Sex in the City review. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay. I I just want to hear two New Zealand comedians. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's sometimes just so charming just listening to them talk because mm. they're they're both, you know, charismatic, like they're pretty well-spoken individuals. And then a lot of the uh, like colloquialisms and idiosyncrasies of, you know, like New Zealand English is, is beautiful. Like at one point they're talking about one of the things that they learned in spelling and grammars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Not English, spelling and grammars. And grammars. Oh. Yeah, that's what it made me say. I was like, oh, you guys are so cute. That's so Look cute. Look there with your little country with your four million <laughs> people. <laughs> that's adorable. That's their people. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just picturing the the whole podcast cadre of the big red couch rolling their eyes at us right now. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, all right for all right for you lot. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, maybe they've listened to it and they thought what. Maybe they'd be... Uh... Well, there's only four million people down there. They probably know these guys. 
right. Do you know Dave? He's from New Zealand, too. <laughs> I asked if they knew the flight of the Concorde guys, but they said no. They just wouldn't get to it. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Fine, be that way. And Don't share it, your famous friends. And as it turned out, one of them had actually participated in a game at Gen Con with Thunderstep, so that was very cool. My God, I'm, I'm looking right at it. So it's right there. It does exist, huh? It does exist. And they've already finished season, or they've at least. Yeah, they're yeah, mostly yeah, they're finished done. with season they're done. two. Yeah. Wow. So would they've done the second season. Would I make this up? Uh, yes. Yes, would. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Good point. We know you so well. Mm. <laughs> wow. So I wonder what they're going to do for season three, because it looks like season two is pretty much a wrap at this point. Well, uh,. Several people have friends, other comedians have asked them almost desperately, like with, with sincerely with the tone of an intervention, uh, <laughs> not to do it again. <laughs> not to do it again. <laughs> really? One one person was like, I've seen this. This one guy was like, maybe you don't understand because you're so young, but life is fleeting. And I've seen what this is doing to you, and it's not good. And he was dead serious. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's well, crazy. considering the last episode was from February 13th of this year, I guess the jury's still out on whether they're going to listen to him or not. So, but yeah, it's there. It's. In, yep. it, I don't know what that says about us as a species, but by God, it's there. It encapsulates everything. <laughs> It makes everyone reconsider just how deep the Grand Canyon is and how easily the entire human race could fit into it. It's, it's, it's a thing of, of genuine beauty. It brings I don't me know no what's end worse, the fact that they made the podcast or the fact that somebody on this planet has sat through Grown Ups 2 52 times. 52 times. 52. Actually, a little bit more than that due to various incidents. Uh, God. Because they, they wanted to get 52 genuine, real uh, watches in there. And, you know, like uh, once or twice, some people fell, you know, one of them fell asleep yeah. um, or, or I would say, I would say passed out as a defense mechanism. <laughs> the brain just literally shut down. Yeah. Yeah. People, people do that in, in extreme stress and deprivation. Throttled by their own small intestines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like Bogon's poetry. Yes. Desperate bid to escape. Exactly like oh, Bogon's beautiful. poetry. Just beautiful. Very silly. I I, I I couldn't agree more with whoever it was that was trying to do the intervention. At the very least, <laughs> uh, they could like hone their skills, or at least it'd be almost like taking off ankle weights after wearing them for. Yeah, that was part of their idea. Yeah, if they go from to a new film or an or a new television episode or a new book or a new anything mm-hmm. once a week. They would be sailing through it in utter bliss and delight. Knowing oh, yeah, you that hear them be... talk about that, like just doing yes. anything else is just amazing. I was like, what? Mm. Oh, and the way it starts <laughs> to distort their thinking about not only cinema, but life. Oh, man. No, no, oh. really. <laughs> Look, it's easy to say it with me, people. No. <laughs> no, we don't need to do this. We're good. World. No. So that's the thing. If you do that, then anything else is better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Aye, aye, aye. Wow. Watching films that 
nobody no. should ever have completed <laughs> or started to begin with. Wow. I recall uh, when, when uh, now the, the first ones were Grown Ups, right? Yes. Which I, I think, it, was that the one that destroyed um, John Carter at the box office, or was that Grown Ups 2? I know it beat out. I know Grown Ups Two beat out Pacific Rim. I'm getting which, I think that's uh, what it that was, tells you yeah. everything you need to know about the human race. I agree. I'm getting it confused with Baby Geniuses. Oh, that's a beautiful. Oh, that's a thing. Wow. Uh, and I don't mean the that podcast. Is a, that is I mean a, the, the film. And then it's, yeah, the film. That film is an experience, man. That is a thing. <laughs> now, now it's. it's Baby Geniuses, I'm pretty sure, was the one that was uh, produced or co-produced by John Voight that had his, literally oh, had his, Dark his Lord baby. Dark Master? <laughs> uh, if you choose. But he, I remember seeing him on some talk show or other promoting the film as it was coming out. And what struck me uh, was it was... It was a sh- it was a vehicle. It was a showcase, literally for his baby, or one of or, or yeah, one of his kids. I believe it. I believe it. He gets and, to start uh, off with a film credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, some of these, some of these, like uh, that one, um, Rolling Vengeance, um, Ex Machina, uh, The Room. Uh, it's just it's amazing that these happened at all. It's like it's a thing of wonder, like the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yes. yes, just amazing. It, it, it's it's the it's the local it's the local of uh, I don't know mattress salesman or plumber. Yeah, yeah. Who has just had offspring and has decided that the entire world is going to be so completely and utterly charmed by the brilliant perfection of his child that he has to put or his children that he has to put them on a billboard and give them talk bubbles saying, buy from my daddy. And I don't know what it is, but something about it and that kind of thing sums up the human experience to me. <laughs> I, I can't put it it's, into words. It's it's just transparently so sad and, and yeah. universal. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, yeah. um, I, I, uh, <laughs> let's get off that dark subject. Uh-oh. <laughs> Although Rui's but, kind of a thing of beauty. We, we um, can, but, but I yeah. will share with you this link because you need oh, it on this topic before you walk away. Oh boy, oh boy. You've probably seen it. Maybe. Oh, God, the stupid, the stupid thing won't shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. There we go. <laughs> Here we go. Um, from that well. topic, from that movie that you were talking about. Did you all see this was a few years back? I, I grant you. Oh, wow. It's all the way from 2011. Did you see Tom Hanks with his satire of toddlers and tiaras? I oh, God. No. Oh, yes. There you go. At your leisure. It is brilliant. Oh, I hadn't realized that toddlers at that time. I did not know that toddlers and tiaras was a real thing. It was a reality show. Yes. Oh, it is. Horrifying. Oh, yeah. In so many yeah. Ways. And when I saw this and then I watched an episode of actual toddlers and tiaras, it just made this all the better. <laughs> the the <species laughs> has no redeeming features. None. 
Oh, nope. it's, it, it's horrible. But she wants to do it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be this fake brush-on tan. Yes, let, she does. Let's not forget that Toddlers and Tiaras were what gave us the masterpiece of television that is Honey Boo Boo. Exactly. Well, yeah, you know, that's when I started looking it up. It was the God. Honey Boo Boo satire. But you people are doomed. Yeah. Anyway. So at, at your leisure, when you have a moment, check it out. It's very, very funny. <laughs> But his real daughter is in it. So anyway, Ah. it's a crack up. So, uh, yeah, that that will hopefully offset this baby genius movie that you were speaking of. Just saying something's got to. This is going to make me this is going to make me sad and embarrassed to be human, isn't it? No, this one is funny. The Tom Hanks one. No, it's good. It has a good moment. Toddlers no, in the air is the real thing would make real, me sad don't and go to, to be. Don't go see that. That is that will make you very okay. sad. Your, your position on the worst idea in the world, I will take that position myself on <laughs> Toddlers and Yeah, give that a miss. Don't do that. Walk away. But at some point, for a ho-ho, watch the, the Tom Hanks thing and mm. tell me what you think. That I so will. Anyway. That I will watch. Now, you may change topics. Off you go. Topic change. Bing! <laughs> oh, Nikki, can I get a soundbite of that? And then I can use that in meetings. I'll just cue it up on my phone. Yes, you may. I would be honored. Not, not a, never, never, have never been a fan of any kind of reality TV whatsoever. Ditto. I remember going... Hey, how come MTV doesn't have uh, music videos anymore? What's this? <laughs> oh, they don't? Because they're too busy showing the Shannara Chronicles. Shannara! <laughs> uh, Is that on MTV? I was going to check Hulu Plus and see if I can get it. Oh, let me know if you find it, because I haven't checked yet. I don't. I didn't see it, but I haven't looked very hard either. I'm, I'm currently... You waiting to see eleven twenty two sixty three. Shannara Chronicles. Yeah, Shannara. The Chironara of Shinorano. <laughs> or as it's more popularly pronounced, the sword of bugger. I just looked up on IMBD. Oh God. Beautiful, beautiful. Wow. Okay. Well <laughs> folks, that was uh that was feedback. I'm sorry, Andros, you were gonna say what? No, I was saying there it was on IMBD. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it might not be an MTV show. I'm actually now that I think of it, not sure. I had heard that it was somewhere. Well, the fact that it's uh, hosted and distributed by anyone at all is all this says is it's on Amazon Video. Distributed by King's World. <laughs> King's World Syndicate. No, oh, no telling. <sighs> and uh, and that concludes our feedback. Uh, our garbage case feedback. I- we're yeah. all done. No. What more? I do, too. But um, I'm very, <laughs> very happy with again. what we got. I know. We have another hour. Or two. That was pretty fabulous. Yeah. But make some up. <laughs> uh, dear Gutter Go on somebody else's site and let's take their feedback. <laughs> Listen, dear Adam and you guys. <laughs> yeah. What you said. More. More feedback. I like the part where you roll the dice and say things. (laughs) (laughs) Go team. 
that's, is, that's the best I can do. But that's why we need feedback. <laughs> <laughs> my my brain is fried. But uh, I like wow. to remind you guys about want to. Uh, there's a couple uh, maybe like game ideas we could talk about. I don't know no games. I think that would be the next next uh, next logical thing to put on the table, or spread around all over the table so we can look at them. Hmm. Them there game ideas. I know Blind Geek had a couple from last time, and there was, it was uh, what was it? Strays? Did you say that? Oh, the there game? was Strays. There's Strays, which is mm-hmm. um, a fate game wherein you play talking animals. Not not talking like so the humans can understand you, but like more like the Homeward Bound movies and that kind of thing. Uh, Homeward Bound. I wish I was Homeward Bound. I'm not going. I'm. I'm. I know where you're going. I'm not going there with you. Um, That's where his uh, thoughts are escaping. Yeah. And, and his music um, playing. I feel like that's what it is anyway. <laughs> where my love lies waiting silently for me. Damn it, you people! <laughs> okay. Okay. No, the game I'd really like to run is one that when I realized how much prep I would have to do in order to GM it well, I was like, I don't want to do this for a one shot. I'd rather do this for a, like a, at least a month or so of sessions because, or wait, that's only two for us, but it's a game called the Spirit <laughs> of 77 and it's an apocalypse world game where it, it's, it uses the apocalypse world engine. Oh, I think I laughed over your title. I'm sorry. And, and the uh, the spirit of 77. Thank you. Okay, I cool. want to be a cute little critter crime fighter. Yeah, that actually, I would love to to make that happen as well. You mean um, you mean a, a champion raccoon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on, uh, the spirit of 77 is Harmon on drive. For victory. <laughs> or victory of Harmon, That's it. Yeah. I love this name. But my my hesitation is that the if you it, it, for those who have not played uh, any of the apocalypse world hacks, uh, players and game masters have these have moves that you can do, um, and in order to make it work, I mean, I guess people just use the book as a reference or whatever for all the moves that are there. But I'm going to have to braille them out or have them written in some form so that I can not be hunting through and everything. And that's going to take time. And I thought, I don't want to do all this just for. Tell you what, send them over to me and then I'll transcribe them. Um, I'll read them out in a Gilbert Godfrey voice. <laughs> that is helpful. I vote that we just do them all as interpretive dance. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> and we can describe Yeah, I got some and of those ribbons. Oh, it's done. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. vicious. Time saver. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's vicious. Well, Blind King doesn't like that idea. Oh, all right. Fine. Mm. I appreciate the thought, though. I appreciate the thought. Sexist. <laughs> Jesus. No, Eric, what you, the point you're, you're making is the amount of work it would take to, to, to mount prep and, and, and set the thing up, uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't last longer than, uh, I mean, you could take as many sessions as you wanted to run it. 
if you wanted to do a campaign or, or it just doesn't I, I would like I, it has potential to let me let me put the link up here so you guys can read the description of the game and see uh, how much work okay, would it take it to is. be a small furry crime fighting animal hmm? oh hang on, hang on. there we go copy link okay and Oh, good God, I'm in my... There we go. Good God, y'all. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay, core rulebook. And while, while you're looking at that, the, the thing I like about... A lot of the moves are, for, at least for the Game Master, are kind of common sense things that you would do anyway, but... Uh, the thing I like about it is, and I was asking, because Josh has played, has done Dungeon World, we did Dungeon World on Monkeys, took my jetpack a couple times, and so I was asking him about what it's like to use the moves, and he said, the thing I like about it is it makes you a very proactive game master, because instead of just going, oh, they failed their die roll, I don't know what's going to happen. If you have these things, you can look at your list and go, okay, they failed this roll, something's going to happen, and for each thing, there's suggestions. And so, don't it, we kind it, of sort that out for ourselves, whether you will or no? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the the idea of apocalypse world is that fun and fun is fun, but it's better to have it contained and regimented. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of true. Unfortunately, that is. <laughs> it sounds bad when you say it like that, but that's kind of yeah, the idea. It's it's really more like a restricted writing exercise, or like uh, in art class when you had to like only use one particular like medium or something like that. It can actually enhance creativity. That's yeah. Different. That's that's I my. That. No, we all. It's why, it's why it's never good for a director to have an unlimited budget. That's too, well, yeah, they just keep flinging it around as they. Yeah, I, I find most the movies with that. Yeah. Well, and, it, and while you look at that, Andros, didn't you have something up that you wanted to drag out too? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I don't remember if I had something. Let's see. I'll have to think about that. We tuckered you out trying to kill off that damn dragon snail, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, we finally did it. You did it. <laughs> that was a vicious <laughs> brute. Vicious. I know. If y'all, that, well, it wasn't a cuddle snail. It wasn't a cuddle snail. It just wanted a hug. <laughs> <laughs> just think about what its world. So, is. so what if it was a loathsome, slimy, <laughs> with acidic, acidy? Yeah. <laughs> Is it wrong? Is it wrong? I don't think so. <laughs> I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? <laughs> By the way, Dragon Snail is my stripper name. <laughs> think of that what you will. Oh, I think I heard something. <laughs> That's my tagline. Know how to make your escar go go go? <laughs> uh, my brain is having a Cthulhu-style shutdown reaction to all. <laughs> it's a pretty common reaction. Ah, <laughs> oh, goodness! Wow. 
I had a couple ideas I might bounce off you guys if you want. Yeah. Ow! Stop doing that. Ow! <laughs> Big Billy? <laughs> Ow! Stop! <laughs> he hasn't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I don't want to be, I don't want to be stepping on your net there, Blind Geek. No, no, I mean, if, if, I'm just throwing it out there as a suggestion. I just, um. No, I meant if you had a couple other suggestions. It's a, it sounded oh, like oh. maybe you weren't totally done. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's that game. There's, um, I love the idea of strays. Strays mm. is also a, a, a thing. I actually thought, of, I thought of Bambi when, when I saw that. I was just like, this is so written for her. Yeah, she uh, would we, do really well with that. Yeah, we were talking about, about, uh, Battlestar Galactica and Spectrum Games has a new game out called Retro, Retro Star, which is, uh, their genre emulation game for sci-fi television from the 70s. Like nice. kind of having um, kind of a theme there. I didn't even realize until I just said it. Um, and then, of course, there's always, yeah. there's always any number of pulpy games that are out there. That, um, if we do ex- Spirit of 77, dibs on being the C- CB truck driver. That's actually a thing. I How could it not be? <laughs> that's mine. Nobody else has it. Mine. What's your truck driver handle? It's, oh, man. Rabbit ears. <laughs> you can't use dragon snail. That's already taken. That's yeah. already taken. <laughs> My high school um, wrestler name. <laughs> also pretty good. High school wrestler is my persona. Ah. Free Commando is probably not. No, no, no. Um, I, I have to work on that. Dragon's game where we had to play translate ourselves into Dungeon Dragon statistics and play ourselves. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You get killed so fast when you do that, honestly. Well, we took some liberties. We got to be transformed a little bit into an actual character class. It was weird. For some reason, I was barred. I don't understand. <laughs> what a strange hybrid. It's kind of like humans and households jammed right back into D&D. Yeah. <laughs> and so far as science fiction in the 70s go, science fiction television, um, I, uh, in 1970 I was 10, in 1980 I was 20. So mm-hmm. I had a very close view of all of it, and I can sum it up for you pretty much <laughs> and entirely. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did. Yeah, actually, it did, and the reason is... Uh, Isn't that Lost Space Battlestar Galactica time? <clears throat> yep, Space 1999, mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica. Space Galactica. 1999, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, UFOs if, was before that. If you have to use soap suds to, res- to represent an alien force, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and you're, trying, you're, try- you're, you're trying to find that Doctor Who, take it for what it is, line... And you just can't seem to get across it. Then the the problem that they had exclusively was they were they were in a total complete chokehold, like with the legs around the neck of uh, uh, Hollywood producers. We said, "Yeah, we want we want ma- man- magical, fantastic, epic ideas uh, portrayed on the screen weekly." And here's your dollar. Go do it. 
The only one that that that, that came close. I don't know whether it, I don't even know whether they came close or not. But the, the Battlestar Galactica, Space 1999, and UFO. And UFO did it by just filming a lot of very uh, futuristic cars pulling up to British mansions. <laughs> <laughs> and the most fun part about seeing them now is that even on submarines, they were smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. If you, yeah. Yeah, UFO. I just remembered Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, and some of their special effects was very Doctor Who-like. Oh, yeah, that too. They, mm -hmm. they were late. Were they late 60s or mid-60s? They were in the same era as uh, the old series Star Trek. Yeah. And, and magically, submarines were laid out and built pretty much like office buildings. Imagine that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> The cool flying submarine thing from that is about all I remember. Oh, the design was fantastic, yeah. Yeah. I had that model. I awesome. did, too. Were you as pissed off as I was that it came out of the box completely black? I don't think mine was. Oh, you got a better one, then. I picked up the A&P, uh, the Sea View, I think it was called, and the cover shows it, shows it, you know, just as it appears Rain on the TV screen. You pull okay. the plastic out of the box... It was dead solid, completely flat black. I don't recall having to paint the whole thing yellow, so maybe it wasn't. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Could have been a different production run. Was, uh, you got the stealth model. <laughs> I guess so. I guess I got the stealth version or the ultra deep sea version that, just, that would appear black <laughs> no matter where you were looking at it. Mm. <laughs> I like the submarine with the bay front door. A window, the big window. Yeah. <laughs> and the cast, and that, it, realistically speaking, by the end of the series, they should all have been hospitalized and unable to speak, <laughs> hooked up to breathing machines, because they would all have been vegetables, for how many times they took a wrench, a pipe, <laughs> uh, a stick, a club, a fist, whatever, to the head to be knocked out. Everybody they, got knocked out on that show with a blow right. to the head. And they did the same thing that Star Trek did, where whenever there was turbulence, everyone would get knocked back and forth. Oh, that's a wonderful trick. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you think they'd have seat belts or something? Well, this one, they had Peter Graves in it. Uh, but this time, my lungs were aching for air. Was that a sea hunt? Oh, 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 no, that uh, was Lloyd Bridges with Sea Hunt. Uh, oh. Lloyd Bridges, okay. Not Sea Quest, then. Oh, God, Sequest. Ugh. <laughs> I found that, some. I guess I was on YouTube. I started watching that again. I really couldn't make it past the second episode. <laughs> 90s tripe. Damn. I saw... The dolphin was the best part. Yeah, he had, <laughs> he had that is. terrible voice. I'm sorry, Nikki. No, no, I... I... Just bad, bad, bad things, cultural things. I I saw for a good reason. I listened to a very interesting book called Pacific by a, a reputable writer named Simon Winchester, which has a, a bunch of interesting stuff. And anyway, one of the little chapters talks about um, surfing. Okay, mm. surfing and the and how surfing, what it started as, and how it became the national not national pastime, but whatever you know the the niche pastime of so many people around the world and so on and so forth. And he mentioned that what opened it up to the world was the little movie Gidget. 
I'd never hmm. seen original Gidget. And that the images of surfing in Gidget showed people on the East Coast and all across the Midwest and everything surfing, the concept of which had never crossed anybody's mind. And all of a sudden, wham, surfing became a thing and surf music and, you know, Southern California culture and all that sort of thing. And so I said, I will watch Gidget. And I got Gidget from the library. Oh, my God, it is so bad. Mm. (laughs) And the tiny little not really quite surfing bits of footage that there are are so bad. And just everything about it is just Yet how many so people grotesque. have fond nostalgia for it? Oh, good Lord. I, the, the whole – and you want to talk about misogynistic and mm. and and f- the, the female roles. Oh, it was just – everything about it was squirm-inducing. <laughs> wow. it, it was <laughs> yeah, seriously wretched. And I'd always, I'd heard the name Sandra Dee. I never knew what she looked like. She was tiny. She was like a 10-year-old, which was even more repellent in some of the storyline that they had going on. Anyway, um, Damn. yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a movie whole those two guys lot. from New Zealand should watch every week for 50 years. <laughs> yes. Leave behind the Sex in the City movie and submit yourself to Gidget every week for a year. You tell me. If they come out inside of like, you know, four watchings, they'd be like, no, make it stop. So. Oh, I saw Gidget. I didn't think it was that bad. What? I mean, to be fair, you're partially protected, Blind Geek. That's true. It, it it is that bad. Yeah, I, I just got a great catchy theme song. Um, <laughs> no, no, not really. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing too. All the music in it, it's not surf music yet. It's this kind of horrible, smarmy, Perry Como style. That just in between age looks <laughs> about four foot three. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> oh, oh God! <laughs> So it's not only misogynistic, it's it's pedophilia themed. Yeah, Yeah. I know street guys are all pedophiles, but the boys boys on the beach are some of the most just about so high. Whoa, oh man! (laughs) And they're about five times her size. And when they they put her on a board, and she keeps drowning in the kelp. Why we're not sure, but they drag her up onto a board anyway. And they're always like climbing on the board behind her. I mean, it's just oh. It's just so repulsive. She like may be a tomboy, <laughs> but dressed for a prom boy. How cute could one girl be? Ten-year-old. Uh, Although she's not king I'm size, stopping. her finger is king. <laughs> is the one for me. Everybody sing. If she says she loves ya, you can bet your boots she loves ya. If she says, like, seriously, it's the same feeling as when you accidentally like slurp down some cold grease. Hate ya. That could also mean uh, she loves ya. Oh, um, really? Oh, that's beautiful. Is that's uh, I feel that the Gidget movie is a repulsive piece of misogynistic propaganda. Very <laughs> well, maybe. She's just a baby. Magically, <laughs> there, there's a lot of things like that. that feature, time. Yeah. Like, uh, like baby, it's cold that's outside. It's which exactly. I think is the whole thing about. I think that's a song about date rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
Persuasion. <laughs> yeah, persuasion, which includes such lines as, what's in this drink? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Have just a little bit more. Right. <laughs> Although she's not king size, her finger is ring size. I mean, come on. Yeah, wow. That, that doesn't if make she me want to beat every man in the world to death with a bat. It frightens <sighs> me that you know that theme song, Blind <laughs> I, I, I think I, we did intervention. I, I did it as a solo <laughs> in high school. Really? Wow. Yep. Eyes. Wow. wow. That's amazing. I don't mm. know what to say. Mm. That is a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> one of the very last scenes in Gidget is she's all of a sudden. Oh, she's please tell us. I will tell you because it was just it made me want to hurl. So she's she is talking with her mom. Her mom does talk to her about you know sensitive emotions stuff, and almost but not quite sex, whatever. But they do talk, which is nice. But there's a framed faux needlework sampler on Gidget's wall, and her mom says, "Remember Gidget, <laughs> remember this," and they take her over, and it says. A true woman. Oh, what? Oh, Uh-oh. a true woman brings out the best in her man. Oh God! Well, well, I mean, to be honest, someone has to. That's, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's such a bad thing. It's, it's you know, the gender that made Gidget is going to do it on their own. It's, it's it's not saying that the true man doesn't bring out the best in his woman as well. It's not saying that it only goes one way. Ideally. Don't you defend that. Don't you defend <laughs> <even> that. <laughs> and underneath that, if you pull the frame down, it says, and she had lots and lots of babies. <laughs> and did her best work in the kitchen. Otherwise, she's not a true woman. True, that's right. True woman. Oh, God, it was just so bad. Mm. Okay, so I'm done whining about Gidget. Sorry. Yes, I think hey, we should move on to Beach Blanket Bingo. <laughs> now that shit's hilarious. And a television show starring Sally Field. Yes, so yes. How could it possibly be? I thought I, I mistook, mistook that. I thought she was in the original movie, but it's somebody else, right? With Sandra. <sighs> Sandra D. Okay. I'd only ever knew the name because of the musical Grease. Look exactly. at me, I'm Sandra D. And I had no idea what Sandra D. looked like. Well, now I do. She looked like a ten-year-old with a big giant blonde head stuck on her body. And um, <laughs> she was, I mean, star wise. Once again, we're used. back to Greece. I guess so. I, it was, it, Greece is everywhere. You know where to look. But yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> Excuse me. For some reason, I just kept thinking, well, and she could, all she has to do is put on a uh, bad British accent and she could play her own cousin. Uh, uh, Ooh, they could be identical cousins. I know. Cousins, identical cousins. They're Siamese cousins attached to the spine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good special effect. What show was that? There's a. There's a. They look alike. They talk alike. They have to because they're attached to the spine. <laughs> you could lose your was mind. That or was that Sally Fields as well? That was Patty. I think it was Sally Patty Jesse Raphael. Patty was, oh God! Because they were all the same, really. <laughs> right up there with Judge Judy Bloom. <laughs> I would watch the animal end of that show. Are you there, God? It's me, Judge Judy. <laughs> Did you know that, that... Oh, well, I'm just saying this because I only recently found out because I didn't know. 
Barbara Eden is yeah. 84. Wow. Gary, huh? I Dream really? a Genie is 84 years old. Still rocking Great. that ponytail, is she? Uh, I don't know about the ponytail. She, she posed in a picture with, uh, with Marianne from Gilligan's Island. I'm glad you added tail to that, because when you said still rocking that, I'm like, that's a rather personal, wow, okay. I, mean. I started to get interested. More like Catherine the So-So. I won't do that to you. It was pretty intense, though. <sighs> Damn. I defend it. It was a product of its time, but it was, it was cute. Yeah, so is slavery, dude. Now you're getting it, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I th- what were you talking about? Game ideas? I think we were talking about game ideas. And the bucket of Super Bowl just bounces down the San Francisco highway. Cool <laughs> 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 about the, uh, the toys that I sent to the oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the killer ovens and six finger and the and once yeah. again making its appearance for the I don't know how many of time super elastic bubble plastic on the fitter yeah. skypes which we all love yeah. is there a game with all of those horrible things in it wouldn't that be great one would think there should be by now okay oh, they can all make appearances in the spirit of seventy seven. I did see that. It's been crazy busy. I meant to answer you about it because I had it. I had the super elastic bubble plastic. Friends had the creepy crawler. Maker I had those. Thing. My sister had those. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that, those. That, where did we have to use it? In the basement. Oh yeah. yeah. With all the ventilation. <laughs> Who needs ventilation? And um, I think those were the only two that I had. But you know, they didn't have on there. They had something close to it. There were these. I think I don't think the original ones were glass, but they were acrylic. These acrylic balls on a string, and like yes, you and they would clackers, shatter, right? Like clackers. Yes, and they could shatter and put your yeah, they could shatter yeah. and like you know, hit you with shrapnel all over, or Those you would just wrap them around your head. Anti-personnel like, oh. devices invented by the Viet Cong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible, and I actually did have a set of those. I think I got them from my aunt, who probably hit herself in the head one too many times and said, "Here, they're yours." I had those. That did not make the list, and it should have. Yeah, it should have. And I and and I didn't actually remember until I saw it uh, the video of the 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 spinner thing where you wear the beanie that's cut off. Uh, essentially, you got to. Swing your head around to make the to make the weight spin around your head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. just do it constantly. That's oh, like oh, fun fact. No, I remember something like that. Where, I remember I'm something sorry. that was similar to that, where you had the thing on your ankle and you had to swing it around jump, and jump, jump over, over it with the other leg. Yeah, you can still get those, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, you can knock yourself over with that. Well, fun fact about both of those: you can they were give yourself a concussion with the other thing. <laughs> Designed to make him rather than kill, because that actually drains more resources. Yeah. <laughs> it allows you to participate in a life lesson. And <laughs> not lethal Bro. <laughs> so give that to a kid, give the other thing to a kid, and give all sorts of things you have to plug in that get super hot to little children. Yeah. Oh, I got the oven that? that reached temperatures of 400 degrees. Yeah, that's crazy. That was crazy. 
And yet we all survived. So you know, did I we think we did. did Not we? necessarily everyone we <laughs> did our souls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was looking at that list of banned toys, and I couldn't help noticing that uh, the clacker wasn't on it. Yeah, yeah we it should have been. Right? That's, oh, the yeah. one, that's the one we were, uh, Nikki was mentioning. She I, got from her oh, aunt. Yeah. Oh, with the two balls that you balls, right on a, the original ones yeah. were just on string. And I think they made them into plastic, like on a plastic uh, balls on the end of some sort of plastic spinner thing. But the one that we had yeah. was on a string, and you would have to, you know, flick them back and forth together. But they would wrap around your neck and beat you in the head. And <laughs> well, I heard they would break and shatter. Yeah, they thought they weren't glass. I think they were acrylic. But right, yeah. they, they, I think they, he was under a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> you missed some some of what what, what uh, I, I did yeah. I'm and the to remember, there was a, you could burn yourself on that light bulb because it was a hundred watt light bulb. Yeah, Sorry. and you could stick your hand in the slot. Ah, I had one of them. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I didn't you're... have citizen. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. There was uh, in one of your many. Uh, International Detective Dragons from Outer Space podcast. You had a commercial for a toy that I remember hearing it and going, "There's just a there's a gunshot victim waiting to happen." Mm. It was like this military. Uh, I, it was like a like a one man SWAT team or something. It was for for uh, kids. One man army. Like, yeah. One man army. Yeah. That was. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm just like. I'm sure back then they made him quite realistic looking, and I could just imagine some poor police. Uh, that's where Alan. Pa- that's where. Yeah, Al Powell got his uh, got his had his incident was <laughs> probably through something like that toy. It w- yeah, it was a, it was a, one of those YouTube commercials that I wish I had downloaded and kept, but I uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe able to find it now. Yeah, it was it was marketed as one man army, uh, and <laughs> it was a, a weapon that had a weapon attached to it, so that you could take the one weapon away and and. You, essentially, you, you shoot up a small town with everything in this thing and stop a tank and all the rest of that stuff. Yo, dog, I heard you like guns. <laughs> you like guns. Yeah. That's why I put a gun on your gun so I you can gun more. Exactly. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Marketed to 10-year-olds. Wow. Oh, God. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, but there was a part of me that was like, that toy sounds really cool. I want it. Yeah. Oh, hell. I mean, I, I, I think I, I made mention of it. Um, in another IDD FOS, that Bud K catalog of blades. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, go Bud K. We order from them all the time. Yeah, not not all the time, but sometimes yes. <laughs> but uh, you see, um, N- Nikki, I think I found out about it because Nick- Nikki uh, would get them in the props department, and <laughs> I thumbed through one of them. So I gotta subscribe to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has all manner of razor sharp shit that you could. Put yourself in the emergency room in no time. But it is mystery metal. I do love that they sell these things as they they label them, you know, like the uh, katanas or whatever. Like there's some sort of amazing high quality something something. But you just know that, yes, they are kind of sort of sharp. But if you actually tried to cut somebody or something with it, it would just shatter into 11 billion pieces. (laughs) The word alloy probably appeared. You said props? By the people who brought you clackers. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just looked up some band toys and there are the clackers on a string very funny but there is the I didn't I missed this one I missed Cabbage Patch dolls because I was too old for them 
But apparently there was the Snack Time Kid Cabbage Patch doll that had battery-powered mechanical jaws with real chewing action. And it kept chewing even when kids got their hair and fingers caught in the doll's mouth. What they don't tell you there is that those teeth were made of tungsten carbide. Themselves had over 400 horsepower. Apparently, there was a belt buckle gun. The what? <laughs> there was a belt buckle gun. Wow. From 1959, a little tiny Derringer that hid in your belt buckle. <laughs> That's like James Bond shit, right? When there. the user like extended his stomach, you put your little stomach out, the gun swung out firing a toy bullet and a cap. <laughs> Unfortunately, the caps could be accidentally ignited by friction and cause serious burns. Because <laughs> it's not bad that enough out. that you're shooting somebody. Yeah. Oh, God. Battlestar Galactica really missile launcher. People be dying right and left from getting shot. Yeah, I went there. Wow. Lawn darts. I hadn't realized that lawn darts, people were taking themselves out with lawn darts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's but, uh, that's gen- that's a genuine freaking weapon. The lawn darts are. Yeah, you sharpen well, one end and throw it with intent to to impale, and you're gonna do it because they're freaking darts. Oh my God! There was in 1951, the people who did the Erector set released the U-238 Atomic Energy Lab, including real radioactive materials. Oh, my God, that is awesome. <laughs> the set included four uranium-bearing ore samples. That can't be real. That was marketing. 1951. No, it was. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. my time then. Be afraid, people. Be very afraid. Uh, of course, there's no possible way they could have known about the dangers of radiation, and then they no. wouldn't put something well, like that I mean, out. radiation's really not that bad. bad. No, of course not. It's because yeah. it was it was science and very very useful. Yeah. Do you know the variation of that belt buckle derringer is uh, the hat gun? Um, and I don't I don't remember whether it was Roy shit. Rogers or or one of the other cowboys, but you take you, you you take your hat off your cowboy hat, of course, and as soon as you flick a little switch on the brim, a derringer pops out of the hat, pointing at your enemy. And essentially, you take the hat off, hold it like a bowl in your hand. Mm-hmm. You flick a switch on the brim, the Derringer pops out and shoots whoever you're pointing it at. That is awesome and so horrible. Oh. So horrible. <laughs> I can't oh, yeah, bad. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> it's for little kids that want to get the drop on somebody that's disarmed them and gotten the drop on them. Just when you really thinks he's won, you take your hat off and say, I give up, and then bang, he's dead. It's not cheating. It's I mean, fun. That's very cruel. Cruel. I know exactly how you're feeling. I had a thrush radio (laughs) rifle myself. Can you shoot radios or thrushes? (laughs) All of the above. Thrushes with radios. Radio thrushes. They're very dangerous. Very very dangerous. Thrush uh, radio killed the thrush video star. Wait now. The appeal of that hyper gun thing with all the guns attached to it and all those Bud K blades and all that other stuff is that little, that little monkey in the back of your head, that little kid monkey that's like, man, I want something this dangerous to play with. It's the yep. same part of you that when you hear about the bug in the iPhone that if you set the date to January 1st, 
1970, it turned into a brick. It's the same part of your brain that says, ooh, I might want to try that. <laughs> no, it doesn't turn into a brick. It just shows the old um, Apple logo. Oh, oh apparently there's, it actually... There's a, there's a nasty rumor going around, because I guess Apple doesn't want people to unlock it. It's some viral marketing thing. But people should try it. It's pretty cool. You are a terrible you man. See, like, the old school Apple logo. It's neat. <laughs> the multicolored one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, Do not what, listen to this what, man. What, he's sprouting lies. What you do is you set your um, you set your iPhone calendar back to 1970, and then it shows you the old Apple logo. No, it doesn't. It, don't listen to him. <laughs> don't do it. He's putting the shiny red button in front of everybody <laughs> listening and saying, "So, Jay, press it. See what happens." What's the thing? They're not necessarily replacing them. If you do that to your own phone, you are SOL. Don't do it. Don't listen to him. He's he's casting us a, a net of lies. This one is. Mm. Caveat emptor, right? That's right. right. You want a dangerous story? You want a story about um, a lethal, uh, on a grand, uh, humanity-wide scale, the marketing of something lethal for for money, regardless of what it does? I gotta find this link. I'll send his. I'll send the. I'll send the link. I don't have it handy, but it's called a brief history of lead. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's some brilliant stuff. It was just, I'm reading this, and the more I'm reading it, I'm, I'm thinking, could could anybody be worse? I'm reconsidering the whole thing. of Could anybody be worse than Hitler? And it's these folks that predated him by 20 years. Un-freaking-believable. Just paragraph after paragraph of, oh, my God, Really? And they knew the whole time. And they knew the whole time. Let it gasoline. Oh, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, They they have a whole episode about that in one of the new Cosmos. The the one with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hmm. Oh, wow. I got to find that. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't really care for his style of presentation. He seems kind of smarmy when I see him in interviews and stuff. Does he do better in... Or is it just a is it just like a debasement of Carl Sagan's memory? No, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I do like the original Cosmos wow. better, but um, it, it's it's a good supplementary program. Cool, cool. I may check it out then. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I just now. I had seen some interviews with him and stuff, and just didn't really care for the way he came across in in the interviews I saw. So I thought eh, maybe I'll give that a right. Pass. I, I think it depends on the subject. Yeah. Oh, he's like all those scientists. <laughs> that brings yeah, us full circle. He probably thinks the dinosaurs existed, existed too. Yeah, a bunch of elitists, one percenters. We've got <laughs> math, big deal. Yeah, we all know facts have a liberal bias. <laughs> wow, he didn't even uh, talk about the subject. I wrote to him on an email for his radio show. What a jerk! Yeah. And not in touch with the common man. Who does he think he is, anyway? Nah. <laughs> I, I just wanted to know if, if, a big bang, if the Big Bang was an explosion, then the expanding edge of the galaxy must be a blast wave. So what happens when the blast waves of two different universes intersect with each other? I think there's actual real math and stuff that people have actually done about that kind of thing. 
Because I know that's one of the theories. I can't remember the name of it, mm. but it's it's one of the real like cosmological theories, and I think our understanding of physics mm. um, permits for it. Well, I imagine that if you scaled up the normal um, the, the 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 mass from a small explosion, you might be able to get close. I, I think the idea is that basically they can't. But if, whatever, I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not I've a, heard about a cosmologist <laughs> or an intelligent person. If I had come up with this first, then I might get a Nobel for it. Yeah, you should patent it. I know. <laughs> if we could figure out how to box it, yeah. <laughs> Collide, colliding, colliding uh, dimensional membranes. Hmm. Well, think about Why it. The if the, if the universe is expanding and it's, it's, it's <laughs> accelerating as it expands, does that mean it's expanding because of an outside gravitational force? I think there's also been serious math done about that. I believe we've got – again, we understand about as much about the universe as a beetle understands about an F-16. True. Um, but I think our current understanding is that we've got most of the forces pretty much accounted for. Ah, we, we can get a pretty good explanation on that stuff, which is kind of sad. Yeah. And, and the problem with it, the whole thing is, it's so completely, absolutely non-intuitive and makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, that's what leads me to believe it more. <laughs> it just makes me want to, it, it makes me want to um, throw some kind of a dessert topping in a pan at the face of the next science, every scientist that I hear and every physicists that I hear saying, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. It wasn't an explosion in space. It was the expansion of space itself. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because, of course, before the Big Bang, there was nothing for it to expand into. Right. Uh, have you ever read The Science of Discworld? I, I have them. I've not actually read them. I don't think I did, no. Oh, so Science of Discworld, they have an interesting concept where they... they um, you know, you know how you learn science stuff in elementary school, and then when you get to high school, they tell you, "Well, that wasn't precisely right. This is—it's more like this." And then when they get to university, they said, "Well, that's not precisely right. It's more like this." Uh, I went to public school, so we basically didn't do science. Yeah. Well. <laughs> wow. Anyway, you know, I guess the whole thing about showing electrons around an atom in in little. Um, what do you call it? Grade school or, orbits. Yeah, yeah, the, the um, shells. Oh, yeah, orbitals. Yeah, orbitals, right. And then they get to university and say, well, you know, that's a useful way to think about it for thinking about chemical bonds, but it's not really like that. <laughs> so they, that's they, wrong, too. <laughs> right. So they refer to the earlier ones as what they call lies to children, which is something you tell them which isn't precisely true but is Knowledge that they can build on later if they go to that. Oh, ah, okay, gotcha. Like right, the Bible. So, so that's why it reminds. <laughs> anyway, you need to learn little lies to under to be able to accept the big ones. Oh, line from uh, Hogfather. Yeah, yeah. The core, yep. the core takeaway from uh, Hogfather. Yeah. Of course, we believe nice. in things that don't that don't exist. How else can they become? Right. Of course, we're like only that. saying half Ryan, things. Ryan, you have to actually read the book, see the movie, to know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it every year. I listen ah. to the book every year. 
I, I've never even touched it, but I really like that sentiment. Mm. It's nice. But but he but he goes on and it's death talking there, and he goes yeah. on to say, grind the universe down to uh, its you know all its component atoms or finest atoms and sieve it and and show me one one molecule of mercy, one atom of justice. You have to learn to believe in the little lies to before you can believe in the big lies. Before you can believe in nice. the big ones. I like yeah. that. Mm. Love that book. <laughs> it's a good book. And then come spring, I listen to Lords and Ladies. Ah. <laughs> and come fall, it's um, it's uh, Reaper Man. Huh. I have my seasons mapped. <laughs> I think Andy Ed listens to Going Postal every month. <laughs> every month. <laughs> really? That's an That's interesting one to be her current favorite. That's a little masterpiece. Mm. Uh, Death and Veterinary, those two characters have the best lines in, in the whole series, all the time. Yeah. All the time. All the time. And the librarian. <laughs> the librarian, he doesn't even talk. Ook, 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 ook. <laughs> but he has great lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah great visuals, anyway. Reactions. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. Well, folks, I think maybe we nope. should probably, I don't know. I'm rambling. <laughs> I'm now playing Pratchett lines in my head, so I'm sorry. <laughs> well, actually, actually Trial by Trial you had a few game ideas that uh, you, uh, you were going to try it out too, I think. I oh, did. Yes. I thought that I had received a hint that I had overstepped my bounds with that. What? Oh. You did? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually if people uh, don't accept something like three times in a row, that's, uh, that's a hint that uh, they don't want to do it. Oh, and damn. I don't want Which to be one, one of those people who cannot take the hint. Which one was it? Uh, that was uh, me saying that I wanted to bounce some ideas off you guys. Oh, oh. my God. I'm oh. sorry. No, you were waiting for the idea. Oh, no. You were being shut down. You were being tangented. For God's sake. We were tangented like crazy. Spit it out, you big baby. No, quite a um, but we certainly, because it is, it is about that time, actually. Yeah. Well, we got 20 more um, minutes. Oh, okay. Very good, then. Um, yeah, I was saying earlier that I like the idea of strays a lot. Yeah. That does I actually, fun. I actually had a dog, and when we moved, my parents told me the dog went to live on a farm. Oh, right, and it actually happened. And it actually did happen. <laughs> and I found that out like 20 or 30 years later. That's, yeah, that's too long. <laughs> so I love that, and I even have a, uh, even have a character idea for that one. Huh. Um, when I was looking through some of my files and stuff, because we were on an unfortunate hiatus from Tunnels and Trolls, mm. uh, I found a couple ideas I had bouncing around there that are really just like, one sentence ideas. Um, probably we'd be doing fate if we were to do any of these because it's so flexible. Uh, one of them was a group of people who end up in the same strange world whenever they dream. Hmm. Is this uh, similar? Well, I guess it doesn't have to be similar to Don't Rest Your Head. It could be a different strange world. Yeah, I was thinking something more along the lines of your, like, John Carter's Mars. Or your your um, like dream world of Kadath from uh, like Lovecraft. Oh, I like that. You know, your yeah. sort of like your sort of planetary adventure type world. 
But I also thought it would be fun to have people create some aspects of that world as players and then have that come out as part of the world that you encounter as characters. Oh, kind of like in the space game where we all design part of the universe? Exactly, which I thought was a brilliant aspect, and I love putting that into my games ever since I heard you guys do that. Yeah. Uh, In the spirit of stealing things... (laughs) Uh, Josh did a really cool superhero fate game where he had us use some aspects like uh, we created a superhero team and you designed your headquarters, which was one aspect, um, a group vehicle. We all had uh, magical interdimensional pegasi. Um, that was one aspect. And then your team was like another aspect and it worked really, really well. So I was thinking this group would probably enjoy something along the lines of a superhero game. Hang on, guys. i got to take the dog out. I'll be right back. Sorry. Take guys. the dog out. <laughs> I'm waiting at the door. Sorry. No worries. I can't wait any longer. No worries. I thought the same thing you were thinking. <laughs> it's an unfortunate uh, phrase. Funny, funny. funny. Walking the dogs. <laughs> Never mind. Never <laughs> <just> <laughs> stop there. And we're back to dragons. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, when you were talking about uh, playing a small furry crime fighter, mm. um, <laughs> another another idea that I've had bumping around for a while is uh, I've got the pitch written out as basically space opera A team. <laughs> A team. Yep. Really? Group of people flying around in space, solving problems for people who can't solve them themselves. Done. A team in space. Sign me up. What little furry creature do I get to be? See, that would be entirely up to you. Hmm. There it is. Star Blazer Adventures. Yes, uh, <laughs> that was the one. Where, any where... of those other games, I think, would be fantastic, like Star Blazer Adventures, uh, Swashbucklers to the Seven Skies. Yeah, the the the, the uh, aspect of or the the game mechanic of creating of the players creating a section of the of the universe that you're playing in um, came from Star. Uh, well, was implemented in Star Blazer Adventures when Mark Kinney was. Uh, yes. So GMing that one. So, yeah, that, that I think we should that play the first all place of them. I ever heard that. All of them at we the could same just time. Mash them all into one big ball. Almost. <laughs> characters for all of them, and we just cycle around. Each round through each game. Yeah, I think that would be. Oh, that would. How could we do it? And in Wouldn't addition to dice, hard? you had to use uh, thrown spoons and forks and. Pens with rubber bands that are twisted <laughs> around each other. Wow! Could we do it? That would just like prove our magnificence, right? If we did, all right. I'd say five, but you probably all go eh, make faces at me, so I'll come down to three. Three storylines, three complete games, <laughs> three characters, and each round we cycle through each game. That wouldn't be you know confusing I mean? at so all. So, like, this game is Star Blazers, and the next game is 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 the Strays, and then the next game is whatever. And we just ah, it's, and so you have to keep track of your three different characters, three different actions, <laughs> three different. Come on, that would be so fun. 
Are you are you talking about all within uh, individual episodes, th- three at a time, or leapfrogging? Yeah. No, three at a time, I, all at once. All okay. at once. All at once. So, like, so, so the first round would be like, you know, oh, I'm Bobo in the space game, a Bobo space game, and uh, round, okay, ah, something happened, and then, and then everybody does their round and that, and then it would all be like, then we would all be strays. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Rex, I'm Rex, and then, oh, then and then you go into the next game. You have to play that character in the next in the game. <laughs> you, yeah. I think it would be so much fun. Ooh, Andros will have given everybody. You could all, oh, yes. You're all GMs. I'm not. I don't have to. But you're all GMs. You all have a game. You're all GMing. So, like, you get to play three games and GM one game, but it would be, like, around each. It would be so cool. Let's do it. It would be like a throwdown gauntlet challenge to every other role-playing podcast out there. <laughs> what, what appeals to me, Nikki, what appeals to me most about that is the fact that anybody... <laughs> Actually, game mastering in a in a in a in a scenario like that would have to be so drunk. <laughs> just to not oh, no, lose no. Oh, his or her mind. So brilliant! Hint, hint. Another faith in your GMing and and role playing gaming skills and abilities. As do I, I think in yours. You would all would be so bored by it. It would just be so easy peasy peasy. But every other podcast out there would just cry. <laughs> and, okay, this is my no. Actually, I think it's the listeners that would cry. <laughs> no, our our, our listeners love would it. love it. They would be in awe. <laughs> you know, they would be in awe if it, it were actually pulled off successfully, and so would I. <laughs> So, okay, okay, you don't think it would work. Don't think it would work, but I could prove to you it would work. We could do it with three little one-shots in the course of one evening. If somebody would take on something We can't like do two, one one-shot in the course of one evening. Yes, <laughs> 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 Toons, invaders, and some other faster. little... Huh? Yeah. Roll faster, faster and go. Yeah, we just have to roll faster and talk faster. We just go through a whole game like this, and I think we could do it. We could stay on focus. We could, you know, we could stay on track. We could stay on target, almost there. Andros, you're not inspired by this. I love this idea. Oh, we found a talking a talking skull inside a big shiny ball of glass. Let's, let's go. Let's go destroy the. Uh, let's go destroy the source of the thing. Where are the crown jewels of Europe? After all, black hole, we're dead. <laughs> Hail the emperor! <laughs> name your character. Uh, what is it? Name, name your character. Roll some dice. You're dead. Yes, <laughs> yes that was Andy Ed's version of uh, GMs and Andy game. <laughs> Speaking of rolling your dice and dying, one other. Oh. Uh, uh, I am totally down to run some paranoia. Ah. In fact, I have that written with an exclamation mark on my little list. Wow. <laughs> that could be one of the games. No, no. The other idea that I would love to see what you guys would do with was, um, I have it written out as, you are a group of magical girls. Hmm. You know, yes. of the uh, of the like uh, anime story type. Yes. And you own a blank, oh. <laughs> and you fight monsters from blank. 
I, I would love to see what you guys did with that. Vampire unicorn. Yeah, you own a vampire unicorn. All of you together to own vampire one vampire unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> Vegetarian vampire unicorn. No one would suspect me. Mm. I own a Kevlar jumpsuit and I fight monsters from the land of pedophilia. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> See, I was thinking something like you all own a pizzeria. But, you know, uh, okay. whatevs. It's a blank. You could put uh, whatever you want in there. I own a very large axe. <laughs> You're all of a gidget themed surfshop. So I'm probably not allowed a chainsaw again. Mm. Plus, monsters can hear you when you try and sneak up on them with a chainsaw. Mm. Well, uh, just don't turn it on. Just beat them to death with it. it yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that would take a little thinking. Can we make that one of the speed games? No, no, no. That would be an yes, escape. Yes. Absolutely. I'd be happy to run any of those as a like as a, a one night one shot or whatever. There's just some things I, I had on deck on my I little list of. I, I admit that what I propose would be madness and chaos and mentally exhausting and taxing for everyone. But I will me. do it. But wouldn't it be brilliant if we pulled it off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know that I've done worse, but I've done things at least as bad. <laughs> oh man, it would it would be it would be so interesting. Oh think my about God. it. Just just think about it. Percolate, perk, perk, perk. And <laughs> wow, there are so many great ideas out there now. Because we're just I not know, chaotic get... enough. <laughs> no, we should we should put them in alphabetical order, and we just march. So okay, the my my personal vote is for strays. Um, I would but like I'm to down ask for Blind Geek. Yeah, I would like to ask Blind Geek. Yeah, yeah. For the next thing up, I would ask, like to ask Blind Geek uh, when he Blind returns. Geek, and he's, unfortunately, I guess he's he's not coming back, or... No, he's just letting the no, dog out, I think. No, I didn't know if he was coming back before the end of the session or what. I thought so. I thought so. Oh, okay. Let's, let's see exactly yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather have back. his opinion, too. He's yeah, he's back. Hey, hey, hey. I feel some explanation is in order, especially since Trilobite had just talked about how he felt like nobody wanted to hear his ideas, and then I scamper off. <laughs> no, it's, the, it's no, not that. You have, to, you have to let the dog out. Real life, dude. Yeah. No because Zeke is normally out. on a schedule, and norm, I, I usually I take him out right before game time, and he's usually fine until after game time when I take him out again, and... Uh, so when I said he was whining at the door, I realized that's how some dogs tell their people they need to go out. And for him, that's not the norm. He's normally on a schedule. So when he whines at the door, it means, look, yeah, damn it, know he has to go. I got to go now. And mm-hmm. so that's why I was like, I'm dropping everything. Take him out. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No disrespect or anything for your ideas, Trial. Nope. Just... No big deal, dude. He's got good ones. You're going to like them. He's but you got to hear mine first because he walked out on mine. He's got a turquoise spider. He's all set. Yeah. He does. But, it's ready? Like, and like I'm just going to throw mine out there and then I'll shut up. And uh-huh. he can he can flop his ideas, right? Because Adam, Adam is not too sure about this. Andros got very quiet. Trilobite thinks it's fun. You're probably going to throw something at me. But think of this, right? Ready? God knows it wouldn't be the first You guys time. are all brilliant GMs and game players, right? So you each choose a game, and we all develop characters for that game, and then we play them 
all at the same time, round by round, all four at the same time. So, like, round one would be, say, strays, and round two would be, you know, Satsi or whatever, and round three would be, and you just keep cycling through your characters in the storylines. Ah, wouldn't that be great? Oh, I thought you meant, like, have one character and then we have round-robin GMs for the same characters in the same game system. Oh, like I hadn't even do... thought about that. Oh, my God, that I would actually, be amazing, That might too. be cool, uh, all joking aside. I've actually wanted to try running a campaign where... Uh, you have each week we alternate game masters and the game master takes the story where he wants or, you know, a collaborative medium and all that kind of thing. But I mean, you have any, you, you go take the adventure to the next step and then the next person comes on and not know and have to build on it. Yeah. And See, I hadn't even considered that. No, I was thinking kind of oh. like manic, four different storylines happening but all in the same night but round by round so it wouldn't be a complete oh, I see. <laughs> so it'd be like Andros's game whatever your game is Andros so we all have characters in, and so you know we do an action in your game ah and then the next game would be whatever Blind Geek's game is ah and then we move over to Adam's game ah and then trial of and we would go around like that but you'd have to you'd have to like jump Every every round, you would jump into a whole different world character situation, but the GMs would only have to, you know, only have to wrangle one, and then you could be a crazy ass character to just <laughs> make somebody yeah, else's better. Bastard for actually being slightly intrigued at this notion. <laughs> I know, right? And, and this is my evil competitive nature. Every other game podcast would cry. So high. I only have one stipulation regarding us doing that idea. What? You have to be one of the. No! Everyone, no! Everyone. Everyone, either everyone has to be a game master or nobody no. will be a game I thought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I have done it. I have thought it up and I have been a cheerleader for it. I'm good. But you no! You can supervise. You thought it up, and we know. <laughs> but think about it. it. You're gonna like it when you think about it. But, but I also love Andros's take and your take, where it's one yeah. story. You guys shift the GMing every week. That's pretty cool too. Ah, not not quite as mind-boggling as four or five at once. <laughs> but we we could try it as one shots. But Trilobite was right. We never get through a one shot in one night. But we could try. <laughs> well, that wasn't me. Oh, that wasn't you. I'm, I'm confident we somebody, can do it. Somebody poo-pooed the idea that we could actually well, get through I, a one-shot. I said, we, I said we can't get through one one-shot in one night. <laughs> We've done it twice, I think. Think of the glorious madness of not being able to get through four. I think the second time we did it, we, 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 we had help from from, uh, from uh, uh, Craig of the Big Red Couch. It was the only reason we actually actually finished a yeah, one-shot. Well, have- Okay, well that was that was my pitch, and now I will step back and let you all pitch your own. Experience. I would be on board for exactly what you pitched, with two stipulations. Huh. One that you be you all right, maybe not necessarily a GM of a specific game, but the GM for the overall quintet of games being played. Oh, <laughs> as in grand uh, overseer of your idea. And the second stipulation being that I'm drunk when it happens. <laughs> the second and far more crucial stipulation. 
I might actually depend depending on how how much variety you really want. I'm 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 kind of inclined to to put this on the table and make it happen uh, only when Mr. K returns, so that he can be one of the GMs as well. Well, he he would totally throw down. Yeah, yeah I can wait. I can wait. Look, I've got patience. He could keep track. He missed. Miss, I'm sorry, Mark Kinney could game master the Battle of Britain. <laughs> with as many planes as there were. So he plane, could keep track. And I hope it makes them laugh with maniacal glee. So, okay, I, I, will, I will take my... I my like this. Things, this is, this is appealing to me now. This is starting to, this is starting to sound really good, actually. <laughs> However... <laughs> excuse me. However... But in the meantime, I I personally vote for all the ones everybody's mentioned, and I think we do in alphabetical order. Well, I, I I think we've got a consensus for I think we've got a consensus for uh, uh, at least to get our feet wet and get a taste of it for strays. If uh, if Eric is willing to to GM that on the second, we should uh, we're we're at February seventeenth now. Two weeks would. be March second when we meet again. Yeah. Uh, yep. Is that all right? Uh, um, Blind yeah. Geek, is that all right? Would you, uh, would you be willing to GM uh, Strays oh. for us? Sure. <gasps> Do we need the characters ahead of time, or is it easy enough to make them up right right away? Um, it's it's fate accelerated, so it's pretty easy to make the characters right there. Okay, good. Um, if I come up with any inspiration, I'll do some pre gens if you want. Um, also, I had Can I be a ferret? The... Uh, yes, you could <laughs> be a ferret. More importantly, uh, I think you, you should think be a ferret, must... actually. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or a I raccoon command. Perfect. Okay, what was that I was saying about inspiration? I think I just got some for her. At least okay. <laughs> Free Gen is going to be in this game. Huh? In fact, yes, that, you know. Yes. You know what? I have an interesting idea, and I was kind of joking in my head when I thought of it, but I'm actually kind of intrigued by it now. I think it would be interesting if we each – wait, how many of us are there? There's uh, – The million. Andrews. Presently five. I'm not good with numbers. Okay, there are four. There are perfect. There are four of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think instead of just doing our own pregens, I think we should take it upon ourselves to – and have each person do a pregen – for somebody else. Oh. Oh, that's a recipe for hurt feelings and disaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like an ice cream. <laughs> I love it. But it, it should probably be Christiana style. Like you randomly pick somebody's name, right? Or you're yeah. randomly assigned. Or you desi- and you design the character you think that person would like to play. It's not about trying to recreate. It's not like you're trying to create uh that person as that a character person in animal form <laughs> which is what I'm currently working on in my basement so <laughs> I would make that you all heroic majestic eagles a lot of fun for a lot of fun for that, that would be that would be a recipe for hurt feelings and disaster but I think creating a character that you think I mean we've known each other for a long time I think we'd it'd be it'd be kind of fun to to do but if I mean I think it'd be if fun you, regardless I, I, I I'm I just pretty sure idea, I would man. end up I would end up just making a character that I personally would enjoy playing and, and passing around. Yeah, just like Secret Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I made you a gift. 
<laughs> it could be random who gets it. Yeah, uh, we could do that. Sure. That would be kind of fun, too. I mean, I like both I ideas. I love that idea. I like them both. Like, what the random one is kind of fun, because then you would make a character that you'd like, right? And you'd throw it out there, and then somebody else would get it and then have to try and play it. I love that idea. But I also like the idea of, you know, oh, I drew Adam as my secret, you know, secret Santa character and trying to come up with something that I really think he'd enjoy. Or uh, That would be fun. Uh, They're both great. Oh, my God, we have so many great new directions. Mm. Let's just spin in circles until we fall over. (laughs) 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 Uh, Let me find it here. And then shall we all uh, make characters for distribution next week? Two weeks. Uh, Yeah, sorry. Uh, Next time, I should say. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I forgot I had this. Santa versus Santo. Okay, that's what we're doing for next week. (laughs) Put it on the list. (laughs) There it is. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I can't do it that way. I have to go through... Okay, well, I'm happy to see. start with this, but don't think I've forgotten about GM Arama. That's what I've decided. Oh, I already you. have it. I found. I'm three. down, Nikki. It might just be you and me, but I'm down. We'll do it. It'll be great. <laughs> I love this idea. I'll have to show There's a. I think How so. Are we is? Okay, some I've, sort I've of got right here. So, are we doing? Uh, are we doing? Pre, are, are we making characters for distribution, uh, or roll for it? Roll, for we... it. Yeah. roll it. All right, who's all right? Who's got it? All right, who's got a D twenty? <laughs> Andy, I got a D twenty. Okay. Um. Oh crap! If you're there's four players, then I got a D four. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. What do you want, man? I got a bag. Well, what of this. we need is a, well, we really need, you know what we need a D here. Get a D six. It's a D three. D six. No, I don't have any. <laughs> all right. Of those. All right. What am I, some one kind to of two. One to two is <laughs> Andros. Three or four <laughs> is Adam. Five or six is Nikki. Trial bite. Roll a D six, please. Roger that. I got a five. All right. You're making Nikki's character. Okay. Mm. Roger that. Um, I make Nikki. That goes in my notes. All right. I'll find Nikki. that tomorrow and be like, what? <laughs> what the hell is that? Nikki, roll a D6. Fun, I guess. Um, I don't have a D6. Somebody roll a D6. Sister. All right. I got a four. Thank you. Okay, so she is making uh, Anum's character. Whoa! Nikki, make Anum. I'm going to put all of this in my list. Anum. Okay. <laughs> this um, will be even more confused when I find it. I'm very afraid. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Andros, roll a D. Wait, hang on. Let me see. Make sure I've got this. Um, yeah, we got. We got. Is there only one other person left. Oh, is there? That's right. There are four of us, including me. That's right. Have to roll for you. Oh, okay. No, don't. I roll a five. I'm making trial bites character. Okay. Yay! And then who's make? Wait. That means Adam is making my character. Adam is making your character. Right. Okay, we got. All right, cool. All right. There we go. <laughs> Andros <Okay>. make me. <laughs> and then Adam, who who Adam making? Me. Andros. Adam. Adam make Andros. Adam make I'm, gonna, I'm writing this down in the same file where I keep my short game ideas, mm. so I can find it in three years and go what? <laughs> 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 
Excellent. Why did, well, why did I, I write down shark it. chutney? Like, I, I do think <laughs> it's only fair that, that the player should have character approval if, if we're going to do this. So we will need to be sharing these over email if that's all right oh, with y'all. fine. We'll put in a safe word, you big baby. No, I mean, I was just trying to be nice, but... But, uh, no, I, I, I will not be offended at all if Nikki, like you, you take the character and change it completely up to and including making a completely different character uh, <laughs> no. species. No, I will uh, do my best to play whatever is created for me. I might not be very good at it. I fully admit to that, but I will do my bestest. I think it'll be fun. Okay. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. Okay. Alright, we got a solid plan solid for the next time. Chock full of invigorated ideas. Yeah, this is gonna be awesome. I'm chock full of ideas. Yeah, because the, the sooner, the sooner, I mean, I'm not, I don't wanna, the sooner I have characters to work with, the better adventure I can come up with. So if I don't wanna. Yeah, push, push, push. I gotta hang out in the dentist lobby, so you're probably gonna get mine pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I screwed up, and I I went to download this, and I think I accidentally deleted it. Could you send it me again? Oh God, Nikki! Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, sure. I know, right? <laughs> it's this pesky Mac thing. I blame everything on the Mac. Well, I got it. I can email it to you as an attachment. There you go. Oh, okay. could you? Thank you, please. Yeah. Because no yeah, it, it, I went to do a thing, and instead it hit a red X, and then it vanished. <sighs> no worries. And that's the end. <laughs> I failed. I failed. I failed Mac downloady things. So. <laughs> I did find a file called Spirit of 77 Quick Reference Sheets, so that might help for the game if we ever decide to play it. It's on the list. Yep, I know. Not... <laughs> alphabetical order. It's all alphabetical order. I love Then how come we're playing strays? Uh, because S comes before every other letter in the alphabet. It does. <laughs> Wednesdays in the middle of February. That's true. Maybe they don't teach that in homeschool or whatever. <laughs> but in pubic school, that's what we learn. That's... <laughs> But in yeah, in public school we learn more better. <laughs> we learn better. Hello. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. We learn more better. <laughs> we feel like we learn more better. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. <laughs> wow. As we are wont to do. Uh, okay, yeah. folks. This was. Uh, you're right. I'm looking forward to this. This yeah, was. Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 this was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. It was a good get together, and and uh, if, if folks are disappointed that we didn't actually get into any kind of a game, um, <sighs> deal with it. Been they listen to a podcast, podcast very long. Yeah. Fast forward to the very last ten minutes and listen to what will be happening in the near future. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. That's uh, okay. We're going up in the far future, but whatever. Maybe it's I should take what you just said and put it right before the intro music. <laughs> but it's a kind of a brilliant idea, actually. I, th- I think I, I should do that. And, and uh, um, <laughs> folks that uh, folks that are used to hearing uh, the kind of chaos that you heard tonight, hey, we had a good time. Yeah. Hope you hope you did. Yeah, I hope you did too. 
definitely hope you do too. Thanks, uh, thanks again for all the feedback, folks. Don't wait to write. Go ahead and write in or post on the fa- Facebook, Gutter Skype page, or um, or what have you. Uh, an email address, uh, Adam Five at Adam Five dot com, uh, or Adam Five at Gmail. It's very tough to separate those two because they're all spelled differently. Google Gutter Skypes. <laughs> and you'll find the page. It'll take you to the page. I swear the email addresses are posted there, and and uh, you could probably also find us if you if, if you're on Facebook. If you're a regular listener, you already know all this stuff. If you're new, hi, welcome. Yeah, we do this all the time. Uh, seven years we've been doing seven it. years we've been behaving like this, God, and nobody stopped us. It's been seven years. We just set out to do some Spirit of the Century. That that just blows me away. Eight years for you guys. One um, year in dog years, God, if it, it, it's reversed. Wait a minute, is it eight years or seven? Wait a minute. Not so well, seven, for, seven and a half for me, but you guys had already been playing. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty. Uh, well, it is, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but we didn't start till like, September of 08, so it's really more like... I, I think it's fair to say that you guys didn't really start until Nikki got there. Up until then, oh, it was just that's right, and that's when the story oh, really stop began. So nuts! <laughs> well, we were playing for a full year before she came in. Were we? See, oh, yeah, came in the second game. Came in and root everything. But I we came in and just, root it all. We were preparing <laughs> the stage for you. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta uh, call it here because it's a uh, quarter after yeah, ten. Yeah, sounds like a. Oh yeah. Oh sounds crap! Like is it really? Wow. Well. Okay. Yep. Gotta fly. All right. Let's get out of here. And Peace out, y'all. Deals. Thanks very much, everybody. Everybody, stay, oh. stay, stay everybody. safe and stay warm until February second. Woohoo! Positively. All right, folks. Thanks again. March second. March second. Oh, sorry. March second. Right. March 2nd. We can't go back in time yet. I was wondering. The Groundhog Day time. You know what? If I see your shadow. <laughs> yeah, put your little hand in mine. Oh, it's yeah. cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. What is this Miami Beach? All right, on that note, goodbye. Nick Ryerson, Bing. 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 I take it easy. Oh, okay. Don't get this. It's a dude.